Jail, are you going to be talking about Nightbreed with us, or are you gone? I did write some notes down. Hey, wait, do you have my notes? No, no, I have them right here. No, I have my notes. We're trying to co-op my notes. I stole all these jokes from you and wrote them down in my notebook. You don't get to steal them from my notebook. (laughs) Hey, do you guys remember in the early 90s when The Simpsons already did, like, a Siri joke? That was Uh fun. When that one, uh, Kearney had an Apple Newton, and then he tried to write a thing, and then it came up like something wrong. That was the real thing, though, right? That was the real thing, but like they made, but no one else made jokes about it. Yeah, that wasn't a Siri joke. But it was like a, you know, autocorrect. It was an autocorrect joke. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Still, Thank though. You. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was pretty uh, <laughs> beat up Martin, and it corrected yeah. it to <laughs> eat up Martha. Eat up Martin, I think. Eat up Martha. Martha, that's it. That's Thank it. You. You remembered it. Good job. Bye, JL! JL, don't leave. Stay here. I'm being kicked out. Stay here. Hey, Logan. Our ratio is awful without you. We need you here. Matt keeps saying goodbye. You didn't actually watch the movie. I did watch the movie. I just didn't watch all of it because it... (laughs) Get out of here! My eyes bleed. I've changed my mind! You watched some of the movie. I missed the middle of the movie. I watched the beginning and the end. <laughs> well, it's the best part. <laughs> yeah, those are the best parts. It's a hollow sandwich <laughs> of a movie you just watched. Well, are you are you wanting to be on and just pretend like you watched the movie? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Logan, are you All right, we'll decide you? so we can get started and end this. I'll leave. Bye. Bye. Bye, Jill. Free JL. Hashtag free JL. So, hey, guys. How's it free going? Free jail? I want free jail. Logan, are you recording? <laughs> yeah, I've been recording for a few minutes. To record I... all the cool stuff we had before you got here? You didn't, Logan. You oh. didn't. Hey, Pretty... Logan. Uh, good pick. Terrible movie, but good pick. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, so. I yeah. know well, you, you did. Like garbage, throughout, throughout the entire movie, I kept thinking, I bet Logan fucking loved yep. this. Yep. <laughs> Every scene, there was a, oh, Logan liked that part. Yep, 100%. Same thing. Yeah. I was pretty into it. But all right, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this movie or whatever. Who wants to start? Well, I mean, are you guys ready to talk about this movie or whatever? Oh, we're, we, were, we were more ready a while ago, but now we're kind of ready. Yeah, Jail kept... Jail kept teasing, talking about it like an opening comedian and getting us raring to go talk about the movie, but we didn't want to use all of our movie talking juices up. Yeah, no, it's just kind of like uh, we're... Oh man, speaking of juices, the book is like fucking explicit. <laughs> With the fucking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At any point while you were reading the book, Logan, did you say, those two are gonna fuck? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> I knew they were, because I watched the movie. He didn't have to wish it. Wait, did he fuck anybody in the movie? No. Yeah. That's implied. What? Who? When? He had, like, an LSD dream sequence. He didn't fuck her, though. Yeah, they had a relationship. I assume they... She just sat on his whitey tidy crotch. Why, you assume because she's a singer that she's loose? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what a singer she is. I actually like that song a lot, so... Don't get out. Yeah, that song is awful. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Like, I kind of like it too, but it is horrible. It's not. It's pretty good. Did you guys stick around to the end credits? That song is awful. The Joni Summers song? 
I liked it. <laughs> she, she's like a sociopath. She's like, the song is about her like telling a guy she's breaking up with him just to see what he'll do. And then she gets upset when he doesn't fly <laughs> off the fucking handle. Violent, yes. Yeah. And then she's like, I want a caveman. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I like that. Whoa, that's kind of like what I'm saying. It's like, stupid. No, like it's a horrible message. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Melodically, <laughs> musically, awful. I enjoyed it, <laughs> but it's horrible. Right. Yep, I agree with you on that, Logan. Okay. Kevin, let's go. These people are crazy. Welcome to. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. The other great thing about this movie is... Logan, you start. Alright, so this week's movie is Nightbreed. The director's cut. Yeah, the director's cut, which is... The director is Clive Barker, who is a horror author. So this is kind of a horror film. What else has he directed? What? Well, is Clive Barker directed? Uh, I don't know. I think he might have directed Hellraiser. I'm not sure. Hellraiser. Yeah. Oh, he directed Hellraiser. Yeah, he wrote Hellraiser. He wrote. That's what he's from, right? Like, I know he's from a lot of things, but if you're yeah, going to say he, Clive Barker, yeah, he did Hellraiser okay. before this. Okay. Yeah. On a budget of two million dollars, and so they were like, "Oh, that was all right. Here's eleven million dollars." Yeah, he directed uh, Lord of Illusions as well, which I really like. Lord of Illusions too. Wait. So did that meeting went? Here's eleven million. But I've got so many crazy fantastical creature designs. Okay, nine million. Fine, I can keep going down. <laughs> Eight million. Ugh. But I want to explore a dark underworld. Seven million. I'm gonna keep going. No, but it's gonna be the Star Wars of horror movies. All right, hey, get out of my office. <laughs> Cut to him in the next office. Cut to him at, at Canon Films. <laughs> it's uh, it's just like Hellraiser, but better. All right, here's eleven million dollars. It's like Pan's Labyrinth meets Hellraiser. What's Pan's Labyrinth? You'll see. <laughs> but yeah, Nightbreed, which is I want to just read the synopsis on the IMDb. A troubled young man is drawn to a mythical place called Midian, where a variety of monsters are hiding from humanity. So it's pretty much about this guy who has these weird dreams about these place called, place called Midian, where monsters live, and he wants to go there. It's like it's kind of a horror movie, but it's totally a fantasy movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing horror about it, except uh, for the, the, the extremely, you know, ugly creatures. Yeah, I mean, there's horror, horrifying-looking stuff in And, there. like, all the gore. Yeah, actually... The horrible monsters. <laughs> easily the most disturbing scene to me was... Wait, uh, should we say what we... If we yeah, recommend we it think, first... Well, we should go over general thoughts, then we'll say what we recommend it, and then we'll go into spoilers, but... Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed the designs. The Just say if you recommend it or not. Oh. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool designs, but it's, it's pretty hollow. The acting's really shitty <laughs> in a lot of the parts. And it felt really rushed, honestly. To the point where... Some of things didn't really make that much sense, which I've been listening to the books, and so I understand those things now, but yeah. You're like one of those guys, like, anytime you complain about the Star Wars prequels, they're like, oh, but in the books, they explain all the cool stuff. It actually makes sense. <laughs> the prequel books. Damn it. I'm the just prequel books. I miss those. 
No, the movie, like, there's problems with the movie, but it has really cool designs. This and movie what... felt like like no one else besides Clive Barker had any idea what, like, they wanted this movie to be. Like, he's the only one. Like, he couldn't translate his dark vision. I don't think he could have. Because anyone else. But the designs are fucking awesome. Sort of. They're... Yeah, they, they were not bad. They're like half awesome and half super lazy. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, some of them... <laughs> Like, a lot of the monsters just look like ugly people. <laughs> Which I guess kind of was the point, right? Or people who have been living underground for, you know, 10 or, years. Or people who have had their faces cut. Hey, why would you make your, like, like evil, carny, outcast city... It's not evil, I know. Uh, right next to, like, what appears to be the headquarters of some sort of militia? <laughs> What? what? It, was, it was out of town, Dylan. Was... Everybody say okay. wait if you recommend the movie, because yeah. I really just want to start okay. talking. Okay, hey, let's all do it at the same time. All of us except for Logan. All right? Didn't on we three, used to make recommendations two, at the end? One. one. No. 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 Hell no. Yeah. No one thinks you should watch no. this, even Logan. Watch, go, okay, listen. Should. Go watch Labyrinth and then watch Hellraiser. There you go. Bam. If, you, if you're like a, a horror movie person, then you, you I guess you gotta watch this. If you but... like designs, if you like Practical special effects and makeup and costume design. Then yeah, watch Labyrinth. Watch this. Yeah, watch Labyrinth. Yeah. If, if like, you're if, you if you're a horror weirdo like uh, Logan, you should watch this. Uh, but if you're not into horror or you're a weirdo but not the same kind of weirdo as Logan, <laughs> do not bother. Here, here's what you do: if you want a fantastical, what if they like that... ladies with like spikes sticking out of them? Yeah, uh, you just look it up online. <laughs> Go read heavy metal. Go read heavy heavy metal comics. But no, if if you okay, if you like fantastical like creature designs that are kind of sinister and really interesting and whatever and like a finesse world, go watch Labyrinth. Our pan our pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> our our Hellboy two. I felt like for the nineties though, the design actually was not bad. The design was great. Like some some of it was. Some of it really was. The, the designs I really enjoyed. Clyde Barker does a really good job with that. They were really cool in my opinion. Like. Just, just the designs. The special effects were kind of hit, hit or miss, but the design work was awesome. Some yeah, of it was. Again, they, some yeah. of it was lame, but some of it was cool. Like, you can tell pe- they were limited by the, the budget. Limited it really bad. I wish they had more Like, I wish they had more time to explore I, and more money to explore the world. I kind of wish that, too, because it felt like it should have been, like, a miniseries or something on a television show. Like, on television, honestly. That's Are just a movie, yeah, just a better movie where like they start off and they go to the place and they stay at the place until the very end. I actually thought that all of the ones in the beginning, like when you just see before anything else happens and you just see the monsters running around, I thought that all looked pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was my first time when I said, "Yeah, Logan, yep, Logan picked it." <laughs> that's, that's the first the first so many times I said that. Like it was kind of silly, <laughs> but it looked pretty good. I did think it was impressive that like. Uh, some of the people and monsters, creatures, you'd only see like once for like two seconds. Yeah. And you know, they obviously probably spent quite a bit of money making this weird ass thing. And that's all they used it, used it for. They showed the lazy ones over and over again. And like the really creative ones, you get like a glimpse through like a cage. Like that's it. The one that really struck me was the big blobby one. It was like just a mound of like fleshy shit with eyes. Well, the guy with like a face, the guy with like the face in his stomach. Yeah. Well, like the head in the stomach and no head. Like 
Is that the one you're talking no, about? I don't think so. This was just like, I don't know. Which was guy? It what, well, the, like, the, like the blobby, big, yeah. Yeah. It kind of looked like his head just weighed a lot, so it like his neck slumped <laughs> down to his belly. <laughs> Maybe. That might be the one. Yeah. But, alright, so... I really, as you can tell, I really like the designs on this film. I like the moon face guy. <laughs> oh, Mac Tonight? Uh, I forgot what his name was. It's uh... His name was Mac Tonight. <laughs> McDonald's came up with him, and then Clive Barker was like, <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm going to put him in my movie as a monster. Yeah, you didn't see the McDonald's copyright? <laughs> Mac Tonight copyright? Ah. It that? like ran across the screen at the bottom. I forgot the guy's Tonight, name. Tonight, behind it, yeah. Used... <laughs> that was totally was product the... placement. Yeah, what was the E.T. ripoff? I think he was in there, too. The Mac and Me? I'm pretty sure he was here. <laughs> Chowing on a, on a on a Big Mac. Yeah. So, Logan, you like this movie, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, did you know that when that family's getting murdered at the beginning, do you guys know what they have in their freezer? Because I paused it to, to write it down. What was it? <laughs> they got cheese, onion, and tomato flan. And I can't tell if that's Ugh. a joke. That's just something people ate in the 80s. And they also have Hawaiian chicken. Those are the two things I can make up. Why it was probably using... Clive Barker's kitchen. Ugh, probably. They had to save money somewhere. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning, like after the monsters are... Maybe it was before the monsters are running around. I don't remember. During the actual credit sequence, they had like the pythons, like the snakes. And Jail was... She was kind of saying something about how... You know, that thing in things where they always have, like, something supposed to be scary or evil or deadly, and it's just like a python. And I was like, yeah, or, like, venomous spider, and it's a tarantula. And right as I said that, the tarantula showed up. <laughs> the movie was very 90s, which I, I enjoyed. But the movie too. was very 80s, which I 90s? thought was funny, considering it was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah really like... It was, it was actually made in the late 80s. Though, it was made right? in the late oh. 80s. Like it's, it's like 1990. That's what it is. It was right. 1990. Which oh. is the 80s. I don't know if Same you guys know. <laughs> yeah, it's... Also, Jamal pointed out something that I couldn't stop laughing at. Anytime that they showed like one of the like cave painting-esque paintings, like there's a prophecy mural apparently later that yeah. the guy points out. Oh, of exactly the same thing. Of exactly the same thing. <laughs> but uh, but they're showing, um, like they're showing the sort sort of cave painting looking thingies at the beginning during the credits. And Jail said that they all looked like that painting where that old Spanish lady messed up that fresco of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and they oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like that Spanish lady. Please, everyone, got everyone, that. to live with them and Jesus painting. <laughs> All those murals was were actually originally better, and she once she started living there, touched them all up. <laughs> or she was a production designer, like every like the, so whoever whoever actually did it made these beautiful paintings. She's like, ah, I better fix this. I'm getting paid the big bucks. That was the production designer's aunt. Yep. <laughs> Special thanks to that lady. Well, while I'm around, I might as well touch these up a little. Better use a math degree and paint these people better. Seriously, you guys need to Google this if you've never seen this because it's amazing. Google messed up Jesus face. See what you get. Jesus face. Okay. I I actually uh, I was gonna try and look up that lady's name, and I think lady who messed, and the first thing it filled in was up Jesus painting. 
Okay, so you guys recommend the Jesus painting messed up? Uh, you gotta see it. You gotta go there. Yep, yes. I recommend it. All right. Cool. We'll see you guys next week on Movie Talk. All right. All right, so this movie is about this guy who uh, dreams about Midian, where there's monsters. Where the monsters and his, live. And his girlfriend uh, like made him go to therapy for... Do they say why? Uh, I don't think his girlfriend made him, but... Any he was having weird dreams like about monsters yeah. and a place called Midian. <laughs> he was dreaming about any observation. Any observation you make but about this movie, you can immediately ask why and not have an answer. Yeah, I actually throughout the whole thing, I got the feeling like, did I miss a few scenes? <laughs> like, did the cat hit the remote and just skip ahead a little bit? No, I don't understand he, what they're doing. He was going you guys th- understand that this is the director's cut. This isn't like a studio, you yeah. know, like had to cut it down. This is what this oh, yeah, is his this vision. Is what although, he wanted us to see. Although no. this isn't as long as his original director's cut. Uh, his original director's cut was two and a half hours. So that he was trimmed the, oh. the half hour off. Is that no, not how no, long no, this movie no, was? That, that, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Matt, you're thinking of the Cabal cut, which is made yeah, yeah. which is made from like all the lost footage. It's what, that, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but this is actually the director's cut, which they cut down the Cabal cut. Which I'm, Clyde Bar- I'm, I'm Clyde calling Barker- the Cabal cut the director's cut, so I don't have to say the Cabal cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously, like I've done the research into the the making of this film, but I'm guessing I'm going to bet a thousand dollars that this had a very troubled production. <laughs> I would not be surprised by that, honestly. Okay, <laughs> I assume you one of you guys knew it, knew the answer to that. I would I would put money on that it went very smoothly. Oh, Hold on, so? let me Google it and then I'll tell you if I bet or not. You think yeah, when I mean, like the studio is, executives, if this is his vision for us, <laughs> then yeah. You, so you think <laughs> when like Miramax very... or like whoever visited the set, they're like, yeah, I'm glad we spent money on this. This is really. Nah, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I I did read something. Um, his like, uh, co-producer, uh, Mark Miller. I think is his name. Yeah, that's, that's not uh, the comic guy, right? No. It's... Yeah, not not Mark okay. Millar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, he was like, uh, they for years wanted to do like get the old footage and you know do a recut, but like it was lost footage, and but then eventually Mark Miller was like, you know what, I'm gonna really look into this. And was talking to somebody like an executive from Fox, and the guy's like, "No, yeah, that's super easy to find. We have it. We just don't care. Like, <laughs> we, there's no reason that we would ever go pick it up and do anything with it." And they're like, "Oh, rights because we're a company. Can we uh, have it?" Have and they're like, "Yeah." Well, I think Shum- they were just oh, apparently yeah. acting like it was lost footage, so they didn't oh. have to deal with Clive Barker. <laughs> There's a difference between not, not caring and, and losing. Like, losing, it, it, you have to assume that something wanted to be found for it to be lost. <laughs> Call it the hidden footage. The stuff that they didn't want you to see because they didn't like it. <laughs> the garbage footage. So there's 30 minutes. There's roughly 30 more minutes of this movie, which is already longer than the one that I assume was released. Assuming this was actually released to any theaters. It was, I'm pretty sure. But it was a Scream Factory got all the... Logan, you're a part. What? Oh, so go ahead. So say Scream Factory was the people who tracked everything down, I'm pretty sure. And they released the Cabal cut. Yeah. 
And then I uh, thought it was, that's like the horror division of um, the Shout Factory music label. Oh, they do good work. Yeah, I thought that was interesting to find out that there is a Scream Factory. Yeah, they. they so Logan. Yeah. Obviously, out of all theory into the horror scene. Sorry, I just want to know: like, is this? I've never heard of this. Of course, is this a beloved film in horror it's, circles? It's a cult classic. Okay. Every horror film is a cult classic, though. <laughs> and I, I think there was also like a lot of people who since you never got to see what Clive Barker actually wanted the movie to be like they were just hoping that it would be a masterpiece if they actually got to see it a lot of people really like this <laughs> film and honestly I can see why oh I'm sure a lot of people really like this film I want to like it yeah. you know I've heard that some people like it when you pee on it <laughs> Oh, yeah, they do. Right. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Clyde Barker makes fans fascinating worlds, and I think it was a really fascinating world, which I thought was really cool. And I would love to read a book about it, which you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, think, I think the concept is interesting, but yeah. it was the movie was not made in any kind of way that made me want to invest in a world like that. Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, the book was called Cabal. Yeah. And that's what he was going to call the movie, too. But the studio made him change it because they said Cabal didn't mean anything. Like, oh, like <laughs> Nightbreed? Well, they need, like, like a catch super meaningful well, I think they just didn't think it was a catchy enough name. All right. Well, I what I read was they said it didn't mean anything. We've got him here tonight. What is? Uh, why do you think uh, the cabal doesn't mean anything, TV executive? It's oh, I'm so sorry. This is Clive Barker. Oh, hey, Clive, what's up, dude? Hey, I'm back from the dead. I didn't like your movie, but thanks. Does Stephen King return your calls? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Wait, are you dead? I don't think so. <laughs> Clay Parker's not uh, dead, by the way. Yeah. To check my apartment. Sorry, I made myself laugh so hard. <laughs> 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 I'm back from dead. Okay, here I'm just what I'm trying to get at though. I, I have like a lot of questions. Like I don't, I don't really know who Clay Parker is. Though I'll see his name attached to things like video games. His name will be attached to it. He's so a, he's just, he's like, he's a writer. He's like a myth maker. Yeah, he's, he's a writer, a yeah. Prefix. Okay. He's a horror author. Okay. <laughs> he's a horror, he's just a horror writer. I was going to say about that, um... He's also an uh, artist. Kind of before you realize what's going on at click, all, click. You, you see a, a home invasion where a family is just getting slaughtered. Yes, by Buttonhead. That, that was easily the most disturbing part of the movie. Yeah. It really is. Easily. And really? I, I thought yeah. after I saw that, I thought after I saw that, if anybody ever wanted to, they could just do that without the knife. Just like appear in that mask behind my refrigerator <laughs> door and I will dead. fucking die. Yeah, that's one, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things. Like, the, my heart would be the rest. Like, the design really killed for. I'm going to get you, Kevin. <laughs> Too bad you can't get behind my refrigerator door. The killer, like, that mask is fucking yes. awesome. Like, just that whole design. Like, the button mask and wearing the suit. It's fucking crazy. But the crappy thing is that David Okay, Cro- but here's a question. Him. 
Yeah, David Cronenberg is the psycho killer, the yeah. very human psycho killer. Who's not very not a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, thought he was fine. Who I wrote he? down David Cronenberg. Why is he doing this? No, that's the that? character. Oh, uh, he's the therapist. He's the main the why is he protagonist killing? therapist. Why is, why is he killing people? Because he likes He it. explained what? that, Kevin. Like, no, Didn't you see that? Didn't that scene where Say he what? told the old guy why he's been killing people? He called them all breeders. Why did he no. put the mask on? Like, he had the old guy, did and, then you he miss left, that? and then he came back there with was, the mask on. There was actually, I read... I know, there um, was a scene where he killed an old guy, but he, he didn't explain anything. Yeah, he, yeah did. he did. Yeah, he did. Um, which did he I, I actually like, read... I'll tell you in a second. I just want to say first, I read that the that scene, that was a reshoot. That they uh, After principal photography, they went back and shot a few extra things to elaborate on the killer's motives. And uh, including the thing, like the only time you ever see him committing any of the murders. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that the thing with the old man must have been in those reshoots also. Where uh, Oh, so it's like they're scrambling for like, our movie doesn't make any sense. Fuck, we need to get, not David Cronenberg, but someone else with a mask to go slice some people. It's like we don't give you any information about him. He's just kind of (laughs) there. So well, what I thought, did I thought he, he wanted to, to like. Old man. He wanted to, yeah. Say what? What does he say to the old man? Oh, after he finds out about the monsters, uh, he's like trying to call the cops in. I guess. Should we just lead up to this, or we just let's go for it? Can, can you just give me his whole emo? Like, what is his plan from day one? I really need to know. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> All right. Like, so he's First just a murderer. Yeah, he's okay. a murderer. He was setting up that guy to take the fall for his murders. Yeah, but not. Which, that, which but, but he didn't know about the evil world, though. That no, was not at all. First. He didn't. He's okay. a crazy person. Okay. <laughs> which uh, the guy, uh, uh, the guy basically goes to his therapist appointment. The therapist like asked for him to come in, and then he's like the cops came and talked to me and there's apparently been, I think they said like 12 families murdered. Yeah. And there's a serial killer and they came and asked. So apparently the cops investigation into 12 families getting murdered is to just kind of check in with all the therapists (laughs) and be like, Hey, do you think any of your patients did this? And wait, what the fuck? And the therapist is going to go, Oh, for sure. I, yeah, one of my patients definitely did Hey, this. did I miss the part where they say this movie takes place in Gotham? Because the police force is as competent as the one in that town. Oh, I love the police force. They're so stupid and aggro. That's just such a, there's just such a dumb cliche, though, too. About the sheer, I hated that the so dumb. much. The I got to police too, force. But it got real funny sometimes. Yeah. Just like a, like a, like really small town police force. And also, well, so they go to the therapist and ask, hey, did any of your patients do this? And he goes, like, it just happens to be him. <laughs> He's like, uh-oh, I better frame somebody for this quick. Why? If anything, you see that the cops have no leads now. It's not like they're closing in on you. And they suspect you in any way. And, you, don't, no. you don't have no. to panic and turn somebody over to them. Wait, but yeah. what's up with... What's up with the dream? The dream, like they they tape um, the the psychiatrist tapes him, tapes the the, the guy with the mullet talking um, about his sessions. dream monsters. Soon. But 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 he says that like oh we've got I've got tape of you saying exactly the same murders. How does he have that? 
Because he records all the sessions. No, but how did the guy say all these exact details about these murders that he didn't commit? I don't think he actually did. Oh, so he was just like tricking him? Yeah, he was just playing like the disturbing sounding tape. But he specifically said like, oh, all of your evidence is here, man. All of it. Like, I remember him saying that. David Cronenberg saying that. Maybe. Yeah, but did they actually show you the evidence, Dylan? No, but what would happen when he showed the cops? Like, what? Maybe he told. He wasn't going to show the cops. He was going to just trick his patient into going crazy (laughs) by giving him hallucinogens. And Maybe. tell the cops that he did it. I think Kevin's got an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he told the therapist about his dreams of doing that, and the therapist was like, oh, shit, I got to try that. That is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he ever was talking about actually murdering people, though, because it seems like the monsters don't murder people. They just chill out in a fucking hole under a cemetery. They just well, dance around him yeah, in the dream. They, well, they really look- just hang out. Pelican was gonna fucking eat him. Don't say Logan. Logan, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know through context clues, but yeah, the guy who bit him, who was going to eat the main character. That, oh, the guy with flesh dreads. He's yeah. got dreads. Red dreads. His name was Pelican. <laughs> That's because you know the moonhead guy called him Pelican. Okay, so apparently, uh, <laughs> all right, fuck. <laughs> All right, so he takes the hallucinogens because the the doctor says, all right, I got this tape of you. And he's like, what? Do you think that I did it? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And so he's like, oh, man, what do I do now? And he's like, here, take these pills and hands him a bottle of hallucinogens. And he goes, you have 24 hours to turn yourself into the police. And so then he just starts hallucinating and wanders around and gets hit by a truck or something or yeah, almost. It's kind okay, of doesn't the, fucking doesn't awful. The movie, <laughs> and like the and then he ends up in the like druggy ward of the hospital. Apparently, yeah. I thought that doctor was cool. He's like, "You're having what we call a bad trip, my <laughs> friend." Yeah, that doctor's had some times. Oh yeah. I wonder what he did when the militia like went to kill all those people. I wonder what he was doing. He's probably smoking a joint. Probably the same thing he does every day. Yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> Spike in a vein. Did this? Uh, did this script like just the pacing? This whole movie just reminded me of like a script you'd write when you're like a kid, and then like when you actually try to film it or something, it like makes no sense to anyone outside of like your friends who made it. It, it felt super rushed. Like they were trying yes. to get through this, and so a lot of this shit doesn't make sense. Keep in mind, the original cut that he went to the studio with was two and a half hours. And they said, you need to cut an hour out of this. So this was the studio. This was the cut. No, I'm sorry. You already. No, no, no. But uh, I don't know what the original cut was that he took to the studio, but it was two and a half hours. And they told him to cut an hour out of it. And they ended up cutting almost an hour out of it for the theatrical version. This wasn't two and a half hours long. So (laughs) why does the therapist want to kill the monsters? Because they're breeding. Ace wants to kill them. After after he finds out about the monsters, uh, he's trying to get the cops out there. Uh, so he's just like a monster racist. Well, well, he he he's, he kills the old guy. He says something about like he's eliminated yeah. so many breeders. Like yeah, he, refer, he refers true. to the breeders like the garbage people that he's been eliminating, who just keep making more and more trash people. And then he's like, it's all been leading up to this that. I was just training for killing these subhumans. So it's an in-movie retcon. These true subhumans, kind <laughs> of. Yeah, it kind of is. That's a, but, eh. It's not really a retcon, it just explains his motive. 
A retcon would like, be like, oh, he had this motive, and then they changed it. It's like that's not. A, but that's that's what Dylan is saying. Since that was a reshoot, that they decided that like, like yeah. before well, they since, finished. Since there was no motive at all to begin with. It could have been a retcon, well, no matter what he said. Well, in the book, I, I really like uh, killing people underground. What can I say? Well, in the book, like his reason for killing people is just like it's like, like Boone goes, "Why are you killing people?" He's like, "I like it. It's like it's what I do. I enjoy killing people." Well, I was halfway there. <laughs> I could have written this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, not really also, an unbelievable um, like motive. Like it's like, oh, why do you kill people? Because I enjoy it. <laughs> It's just boring, though. It's, like, boring when you're bad yeah, guy. Oh, why are you a bad guy? Oh, because I'm a bad guy. It's just kind of boring. I kind of, like, uh... uh... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, oh, you, yeah. guys were, you guys were bagging on Cronenberg's acting before. Logan, you said he was okay. I gotta say, I was all ready to, like, hate David Cronenberg's acting, but it was on par with everyone else. Like, all yeah, of his it, it was. professional actors. I thought perfect, it was. Perfect I thought, 80s therapist yep. villain. I thought he was as good or better than everyone else in the film. <laughs> I mean, he was as good as anyone in the reanimator, like except for Frank West. Or what? West. Oh, you West. mean Jeffrey Combs? West. Yes. Yeah, Robert of West? course you mean Jeffrey Combs. No, I mean the I mean the head that I mean the oh, the head. Oh, no, yeah, Jeffrey Combs. I, Jeffrey Combs in the head. He's like Herbert West. I was kidding. Who else would I be talking about? I don't know. Thanks for giving me credit, though, that I might know more about the reanimator. <laughs> oh, by the way, David Cronenberg, the uh, the therapist murderer, his name is Philip K. Decker. Yeah. Are you I shitting me? I wanted to mention me? that. I get it. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, it. Makes me, that makes me angry, like really mad for some reason. <laughs> I, I kind of want to get back to like going through this thing linearly just because... I kind of want to talk about every part of this movie. Like, okay. there's something in every part that. Well, I then talk. let's get to my favorite scene then, because it's near the beginning uh, when he starts tripping out. When the psychiatrist, so why did he do that? He just did that so he would ho- hopefully cause mayhem. That's, that's what I else? think. So that he would just be acting erratically, and that would yeah. support his his assertion to the police that he's the murderer. And that's all the evidence you need to lock somebody up if they're on a drug trip, right? They They don't indicate that that's his motive in any way. Let's be clear. If he pointed to somebody on the street, the cops would take them at that point. They don't give a fuck. It also seems like this movie takes place in like the same two houses because there's no transition between like, (laughs) oh, now I'm I was in the hospital. Now I'm at my my girlfriend's show that I just kind of stumbled into. And I hate it. (laughs) Yeah, it really does seem like a lot gets skipped over. Okay, that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of the concert. By far the best part of the oh, movie. Boy. <laughs> I, it was really downhill. Lip syncing is an art more than a science, but they, I don't know. This lip syncing was god awful. I don't know how to how to uh, orally explain that. Lip syncing was amazingly bad. You could play that entire scene in a Tim and, Her- Tim and Eric episode unchanged, and it would like qualify like as a part of it. <laughs> like it's like it it is anti humor. Always got to tie it into Tim and Eric. <laughs> because this is so stupid. Like, like none of everyone in the audience, it, like, barely seems like they care. They're probably, like, trying really hard to pay attention to the assistant director who's, like, offspring telling them what to do. Um, everyone in the audience looks really bored. The song keeps wanting to end, but she won't stop singing. <laughs> like, she keeps. <laughs> the song really wants to end. And. <laughs> Also, um, yeah, I feel like the it went yeah. on for a long time. <laughs> no, and she, it kept wanting to end, like the, like the guitars, everything kept gearing up. She kept going, so it kept going. Uh, also, it's so um, like I know this is a, a thing, but like the eighties is so fifties. Like the guy has a leather jacket, 
the girl has like an like a like an, a doo-wop outfit and she's singing like a doo-wop song she's more singing or a less, song right? from the 60s well it sounds like a you know it sounds like a 50s throwback like like a 60s yeah. 50s throwback yeah. anyway i'm just like surprised at how 50s the 80s <laughs> seem to and that's my thought <laughs> on my favorite scene in the film you guys can go now all right so back to the interesting stuff um <laughs> oh there wasn't anything left all right movie's <laughs> over no, uh, in the hospital, he meets a guy who's rambling about Midian. Yeah. And and when then he's say... like, like, what? What is it? And then the guy is like, he's like, oh, they sent you. You're here to to take me there. And then he responds, uh, yeah, but if you just tell me where it is. And then the, the guy gives him, like, driving directions to it. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> you have passed the test, my son. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and then he says, "But before you take me, I gotta show you my true face." And yeah. he has the, the like thumb blades. Yep. No, he almost... said it was a. Uh, he said he thought he was a test, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he said, "I gotta show you my true face." And That's so what, my yeah. face under this one, yeah. Yeah, and he starts cutting, and it looks like he's gonna tear his face off. But like, the next he tears time up everything, see, yeah, everything around his face, everything but the face, he cuts off everything but the face. He's yeah, like, th- that was really lame. I this was is really my true annoyed. face. It looks like my face, but with no hair, but just blood <laughs> instead. Hey, here's how you can tell David Cronenberg's evil because he's got a bunch of swords on his desk, and he's got two big old bubble machines behind him. The <laughs> other way you can tell is by looking at him. That too. How does he kill so many people with his suit on and not getting it dirty in any way? I don't know. Any DNA on he has killed 12 families. Yeah, in the same <laughs> He's suit. pretty good at it by And now. he went to medical school. <laughs> That's true. Every p- doctor is a potential murderer. They, they definitely have to teach you how to slice people open without getting blood all over your scrubs. Now, the, the pictures of the people that he killed, were they like in bed? I think some of them were like on couches and. Okay, because I was, I was just going to say, if he was killing dead people to uh, <laughs> practice for killing monsters. <laughs> oh, like, like, it, like yeah. sleeping people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the lady at the beginning of the film that gets killed, her. Well, he, did, he didn't know that that's what he was practicing for. That was his big realization that that's why I do this uh, is because I'm meant to kill monsters. Those movies are the best. Like, I love it's better movies when you where... say it like that, but it's still stupid. No, it's really bad. I love movies where like the main character, like the main villain doesn't know what his motive is until like a third of the way through it. Like, oh, that's right. I like killing people. Let's kill <laughs> these guys. That's these kind are of people. how I am in my life. I just do stuff until I realize <laughs> why I'm doing it. So wait a minute. <laughs> That's oh, your life's uh, like a movie. I mean, not not the murder, though. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> they're on to me. I have to turn over one of my patients. You have to cut your own face off. Yeah, anytime <laughs> psychology is in a movie, like a pre 2000 movie, it's like the psychologists have 100% power over their patients. Like they can say anything that they can get the patients locked up. Like there's no oversight. Yeah, and anyway, I think, I think that's just literally how it was in the world. In the <laughs> like, I want to see David Cronenberg like get recertified for psychology. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> Probably not that hard. Yeah, you can do Probably it online. Killing the teacher. Hey guys, why didn't David Cronenberg direct this? Were you not thinking that the whole time? It probably would have been better. Were you thinking? Like, do you think every time, oh, like every time, hundred percent weirder and better. 
yeah, every time I look at David Cronenberg, I'm like, oh man, I bet he's imagining 500 ways to make this scene. <laughs> and he has to keep his mouth shut. It must be so hard. Which, I mean, David Cronenberg's definitely done some stupid, shitty stuff, but he's also done some awesome stuff. Yes. Like murdering all those people. <laughs> and then he killed those monsters, and then he got killed? Do spoilers. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> also, this is one of my favorite things, uh, is, oh, the guy, he leaves the hospital, the main dude, what's his name, Boone? Yeah, Boone. Mullet man. Boone. Aaron Boone. Boone, Boone goes out to the, the driving directions he follows that the guy gave him and goes to, there's a graveyard and that's what Midian is. And he goes out there, and then he encounters some weirdos, like, what'd you say his name was, Logan? Bachuvius? Uh, Pelican. <laughs> All right, Pelican. Like, like, right off the bat, like, they're just chilling. He yeah. encounters Flesh Dreads and Mac Tonight. And wait, wait, wait. He, he's, he drives to Medea's family reunion, and he sees Flesh Dreads. <laughs> and Flesh Dreads is like, there's a debate that I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> It seems like they've changed, like they both changed their position a couple of times. It's true. It's like the guy, the guy, Moonface takes the knife on him, and then the other guy's like, don't do it. And then it switches. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> like, no, it's like, now I'm going to eat him. And then he's like, no, but what about the law? And no, like, like he, fuck the law. He was, <laughs> what happened was, I forgot what the Moonface guy's. Oh, wait, there was a prophecy, right? He was supposed to do this. This was the prophecy. This was painted on a wall. <laughs> That's Wait, let's not Wasn't even it? mention that until later. Because oh, it was okay. not mentioned until yeah. right near the end. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, if there's going to be a prophecy in a film, the longer you can put off telling me about the prophecy, the better. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of wonderful it's how a, they did it. The Moonface guy's name is Kinski. That's no, it's Mac tonight. I will never call him that. <laughs> it was not either. <laughs> But yeah, Kinski comes up behind Boone with the blade and like threatens to slit his neck. Like he wanted to know who the hell he was and why he was there. <laughs> the and most Pel- I will ever call that guy is like uh, Jay Leno corn. Let's call him Moon Moon. Because he, he had like a fake Jay Leno chin and then like a horn head. That's the only other thing I could see out of that. It's Leno corn. It's the fabled Leno corn. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. This movie sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you enjoyed it quite a bit. You guys are laughing pretty soon. I'm liking talking about it. But <laughs> oh, boy. I do enjoy talking about it. I have so much I want to still talk about. Um, Yeah, the uh, flesh dreads, like Pelican, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, I can tell it makes Logan mad when you don't call him by his real name. He, he like, bites Boone? And so I was wondering, they never explained this, but apparently, I guess, if you get bitten by a Nightbreed, you turn into one? Well, I think it's or... just, I think it's just, like, him, like, wherever, like, I think some of them can do that. But... Right, see, and see, that's the thing, though, is him and the crazy guy in the hospital both end up there, like, as new Nightbreed people. Like, one, at one point, one lady says, you know, there's a bunch of different Nightbreeds. And then there's some people who have gone beyond death. Yeah. And so I guess that's those guys. But also uh, Flesh Dreads takes credit for like turning him into a Nightbreed. He says that he made him or some shit he like did. that. Multiple, times this, movie, multiple yeah. times this movie it says 
like someone explains, oh, well, some people do this and some people do this. And then some people do that. Like every time in this movie, like anything can be anyone. Like anyone can be anything. And then also, also at some point they will say this person is this. And then somebody else will say it's a different thing. Like for the same person. Some people die by knives. Some people by bullets. If, if, uh, flesh dreads was, responsible for turning in Nightbreed, why was he having the dreams in the beginning? Right, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't really understand that either. It's <laughs> it's both things, I guess. <laughs> because the other guy, he... I I think the other guy must have died in the hospital, right? He did, yeah. And But so he still, he still turned Nightbreed. And if found you remember, the therapist there. killed him. Right. Well, no, they don't he remember. They he showed him dying, going but, in. Yeah. Because he cut off everything. Trust me, he killed him. <laughs> Yeah, well, he kills everyone. I yeah, like I don't trust guy, that therapist. Yeah, I like how the guy with the face and nothing else. I like how he's at that city for two hours and it's like he owns the place. You know, he's like hitting on people. You yeah. know, he's like talking around. He's like he's been there forever. That guy was actually probably my favorite character, and I hated that character. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the the face, the guy the with the face, face and no nothing else. else. His name is Narcissus. Face yeah. man. Oh, is I'm that not sure who you're talking about? Is that Narcissus? That's his name, Narcissus. Narcissus. Yeah. Because I actually I was <laughs> reading something about it and I read he says so and so to Narcissus and I'm like I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm not looking this up. Yeah, if you don't look up like on IMDb or the book or anything, you have no idea who any, fuck anyone is or what the names are. Yeah, they pretty much don't say any of the monsters' names. Yeah. Like, I guess they probably do once or twice, but. Because who gives a shit? Oh, but that's, <laughs> this is maybe my or one of my favorite parts is he gets away from the monsters and he runs out and then like there's a bunch of cops there that, that turn their lights on and then the therapist is like the one that they send out and he just like goes out and talks to him and then the therapist I forget what they said but the therapist then goes he's got a gun yep. and jumps out <laughs> of the way and like. There were bullets in the air flying before the therapist got done jumping out. Before of he head. even moved, there were bullets. Like, as soon yes. as he said, he's. He's like, he's got a gun. And the cops were <laughs> shooting. And he luckily was already jumping out of the way. <laughs> and then and then um, when the, the detective, you know, it's like, obviously, like, uh, he doesn't have a gun. The psychiatrist is like, oh, he reached in his jacket. <laughs> and the cop. Know. And the cop. Uh, reaches down and puts a gun on him. He didn't really, but <laughs> that's in my mind. I added that. Yeah. <laughs> well, of like, course. Hey, no, no problem. I'm ready. I'm all ready right, this is a small town. I can do this. Uh, okay, and also that's the second time he went, he he physically visits the graveyard twice, right? Like he directly stumbles there earlier. No, no, oh. he doesn't. I don't think so. No, and then he gets. So that's the same event. So when he yeah. goes and gets bit, and yeah. okay, I thought he, I thought he, okay. No, he he goes back later after he comes back to life in right. the morgue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then after he's dead, uh, they show his girlfriend IDing the body, and she doesn't really seem to care that much. <laughs> she's she's like, like, just get over with, whatever. She's like, yeah. That's she literally says, get over with. <laughs> I think she didn't want to wait because just like just like ripping a bandaid off, just want to get it over with. Like, what do they explain in the movie where like people like see paintings as real places? Like, and they never explain that because Medea is a painting. Wait, what? Median? Medea is a painting. Like, it's a really, really obvious painting. 
I, I'm talking about like the like the um, matte painting, like you know, like when you paint before CG, when you would like paint the background in a movie and put oh, it okay, it I just looks really talking bad. about in the movie a painting. No, 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 it's just the, the graveyard. Whenever they go there, they show it all the time from so many different angles, and it's always like the most super close up, huge painting, like obviously a painting. That's all. Okay, that's a painting. Look bad. Um. <laughs> Okay. Paintings. Okay. I like good paintings. And it goes for a little while to his girlfriend, and she's hanging out with a lady who I don't know, but I feel like she's a bad influence in her life. <laughs> and I have a question, you guys. What the fuck were they serving her? Was that eggs and coke? Yeah. Well, oh, I raw think she eggs just and over. coke. Uh, that was the next day. No, I think yeah, it was the like, Irish breakfast. Yeah. Yep. It was like eggs and whiskey or something. She was all hung over. Yeah. That was the cure. Was it that looked it just looked like Coke. Like it looked super dark and carbonated to me. I think it was whiskey. It was whiskey and eggs. Okay. Well that's cool then. <laughs> also this movie fails it fails the Bechdel test. Hardcore. It gets an F minus see me after class. The only two women in this movie talk to each other and all they're talking about is fucking men. It's all they talk about. Oh, yeah. And then like she asks like oh where did he get killed like she wants to go visit and so then she drives out there with her bad influence friend and is they're like what it's a graveyard and then she's like i'm gonna go walk into the graveyard do you want to come with me and her friend's like nah nope <laughs> and she actually says she's like no nah, you go ahead i'll stay out here and find something else to do yep was she jacking off in the car or like what <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I mean, like, did she have a man that would come out there and fuck she her? She says well, it in a sexy way. A man yeah, does come out there that does. she knows, though. She says it really seductively. There's no one else out there, and there are no electronic devices at that point. Like, she's not going to chat with somebody or call anyone. Wait, wait. She had sex with David Cronenberg. That's what happened, right? Yeah. I I, oh, I, just I wasn't sure if she actually did or not. Cause no, because when he shows up, she's like... He wasn't coming there to meet her, the night though. before. Yeah. He wasn't coming there to meet her, though, because they were both surprised to see each other right. there. He just happened to be coming back to that place. I don't think don't he was surprised that, to see her that, there. I think he was. Yeah, like, I don't think that girl was was her the girlfriend's friend. I, I think, think they just met literally the night before. That guy. Yeah, they did yeah. just meet the night before. Yeah, they weren't friends. They just really? literally met. Yeah. I don't understand this movie even more than she met her in the bathroom while she was crying, and she's like, "What are you crying yep. about? Is it man, oh, men okay. or money? What's the only I, thing that women cry about?" <laughs> that's what that movie's saying F minus. yeah it is <laughs> so well, yeah well it's a gay man who wrote it he doesn't understand women right <laughs> well yep there you go <laughs> yeah I don't so, so I again this movie that, has that yeah. kind of thing that, that it does this thing where it's like uh, like it makes so many assumptions it just makes so many assumptions and it, you just you end up just not caring I'm sorry Logan Yeah, I like it but Pretty much everything I enjoy though is just the design. And yeah, which is if this movie was all of that, it. that would be it would be way better. If they spent all their money, like if there was a, like a minute where, where they were in the real world, then they were in like the crazy, you know, crazy fantasy land. That w- I would probably might have liked this. Well, I just don't think they elaborated enough on what was going on. They didn't explain a lot of the stuff. Because well, I'm reading the book now because like I like the the idea and I like the whole mythos of the thing and I like that. But in the book, like. She hangs out with her friend. Like, when her friend gets murdered, it's not at the graveyard. Like, it's not like, oh, hey, they just met and then they go to the graveyard immediately. Like, well, they go to the graveyard the next day, but 
but they also <laughs> get back. Like it's like a separate trip before she gets murdered. Like she gets murdered like in a kitchen in the book because he says like to me the meet them at this restaurant and it's closed and, and it's like kind of in the bad part of town. She's like, oh, he's just joking. And then he ends up killing her and almost killing uh, Lori. And Lori is just like, he reveals himself and Lori's like, because uh, uh, Decker's trying to lure out Boone because he thinks Boone's still alive because his corpse disappeared. Philip K. Decker. Yeah, Philip K. Decker. <laughs> but Lori decides to run to the graveyard after that because like, they're they're in Sheerneck, which is relatively close, which is where you're Midian. And so she drives to, she managed to get in her car and drive to the cemetery to try to get to Boone. Because she's either go to the police and explain, like, this crazy stuff is happening. Or go to Boone because she believes he's still alive. So she tries to go to Boone. And Boone saves her, like, in the in the movie. And yeah, that's, that's what happens. And that's... I didn't read the. I haven't listened to the last hour of the book yet, but yeah. Just flip through it right now. Just flip through that book and listen to those well, pages ruffling. <laughs> well, it's. I listened to the audiobook. Oh, I thought you were just. You have some kind of power where you can listen to. No. <laughs> All right. Come on, then. Uh, audiobook. Uh, hey, did you guys recognize the detective? No. Who was that guy? Oh, let me give you a quote from another movie he was in. See if you can get it. Your Highness, this is a battle I do not think we can win. Oh, shit! <laughs> wow. Your Highness. Let me try it again. Trade Federation. <laughs> That's all I'm giving you. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait. We don't have an army. I just had, like, a psychedelic experience of seeing his face flash to, like, another galaxy. <laughs> the guy who was only good enough to be in one prequel... They replaced him with another guy. <laughs> Captain Panaka, that's right. <laughs> Playing another security-ish guy. Wow. He should have, like, investigated more. He, he seemed like he was kind of a good guy, but I guess he was a jerk because he let that guy die in the sun. Yeah, that was weird. Like, when David Cronenberg finds out about the... Oh, yeah, that was... At, like, after he kills that other lady uh the boone's girlfriend uh like sort of meets the uh, saves like a monster child and then boone comes out and then david cronenberg's uh like oh you're alive and he's like no and then chases him off and then that the monster that his monstrous quality was having a face was like kind of <laughs> touching his girlfriend and she screamed and so then he, like, let the murderer go to come back and check on his girlfriend. And the guy was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was and weird. Because then he goes after another guy with, like, the nipples and the dog, right? Doesn't he go after that guy? Oh, yeah. That was sad. That was when he got the cops to come. Yeah. And the cops came out, and they saw that guy, and they were like, they drug him out into the sun, and then he starts, like, burning. And they're like, oh, he's burning. Let's beat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, can we can we get to the last act of this movie? Because I think we're, yeah, I think, I I think d- we're pretty I much... I just wanted to say... Can we call it an act legally? That's like... <laughs> uh, I think it was that guy that, like, exploded, and one of the cops was like, he's just dust? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a line, he's just yep. dust? <laughs> like, oh, okay, dust. Like, what? He was made of dust? I thought it was a guy. <laughs> what yeah. does this remind me of? What am I thinking of when when I'm thinking of, like, a small, a racist, redneck, small town, like, all take guns and try to kill a thing? What am I thinking of? I don't say Frankenstein. Because I, I know I've seen this a million times. Yeah, yeah. Happens a lot what? of stuff. It's a lot of things. Oh, I just love how like they was... don't seem to be in the South, I guess, but then suddenly they're in the South. When they <laughs> they do like just the cops recruit rednecks to go like kill in with them. No, they have yeah. there's there's a pre-established militia called like what God's Not Dead or God Sees All. They have they have it printed on their like ammo boxes. I think they were called the Redneck Militia. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't really make any sense at all because it's all of a sudden like all these people just show up like it's like all right, I guess this is happening. That's pretty much how I felt the entire movie is like all right, I guess this is happening now. (laughs) All right, I'll 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 put in so a few scenes to explain what's happening. And they do the thing where like the cops like that's not your jurisdiction, that's my jurisdiction. They pointlessly dick around (laughs) with that for a few scenes. (laughs) And then it, when, suddenly it's like, oh, oh, there's a bunch of freaks in the graveyard. We got to go kill them all. All when right. You, get when a- you see the militia that they like called to come help them, it seems like they're having a kegger in the parking lot. Yeah. They're just waiting like, to go. They're just partying and just firing machine guns in the air. They yeah. got to be ready to go at a moment's notice. And then, of course, you got the guy, like the cop in the in the police armory who's like showing them all the weapons and he's like fondling the rifle and licking the fucking like piano okay. wire. That guy was probably my favorite character. That was so <laughs> he, he was actually like showing him the stuff and like, yeah, like he looks really nerdy and he's like acting kind of psychotic. And then he's like, and then you've got the, the I forget which adjective he used, but the garrot. Yep, <laughs> and then he's just running Licking his it. tongue along. It. Yeah, like, yeah, two thirds like, way oh. through the movie, everyone, like every human character, turns into like a blood lusting monster. Yeah, it just turns like it's just, <laughs> just completely ridiculous. Like all the cops are just terrible people. <laughs> oh, wait uh, a minute, Logan. Was... Maybe we're the monsters. There's oh a... my god! I just I just figured that <laughs> out. There's a couple of things I wanted to mention when they uh, take Boone back because there's a whole. This was real weird when. Apparently, the therapist killed a bunch of, like, everybody in a motel and yeah. framed Boone. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to talk about it because I have no idea what happened. <laughs> he killed everyone in the hotel. Like, that's that's what happened. Yeah, I don't... Okay, I couldn't also- tell what his plan was or, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. But the cops get there and Boone's there and they take him in. And in the police station, there's a couple of times where you can tell that they like flopped the the film because uh the police badges are backwards i love stuff like that that's yeah. awesome um, also do we meet the pastor before this point is this the first time we meet no the yeah he's already in the jail and he's then the i guess the first time we meet him though right yeah and then they take him with them they're like let's let you out of jail because you're a pastor and there's monsters i guess <laughs> and then as soon as he gets there they all hate him they all like fuck it fuck you you don't want to kill these kids fuck you Ugh. yeah and he he hates them and is like no you cops are doing wrong and then at the end he gets some stuff splashed on him and <laughs> then he hates the monsters then very he's like confusing the but he wants to because join the, the monsters monster. flashed him Maybe the flip-flopping of the imagery was supposed to be foreshadowing all of the flip-flopping of the characters. 
<laughs> well, also, he says, like, I don't believe in the devil, but you're like a Christian priest. Was that supposed to be a setup? I think that he kind of, like, lost his faith or something. Oh. Like, okay. he seemed he seemed like he was not really into being a priest, which I guess is why they arrested him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Christian. Some southern towns, you can still do that. He was like, yeah. I don't believe in God anymore. <laughs> Woo! Whoop. And it's another one of those movies where everyone, like, it, okay, I guess it takes place in the South, so that means everyone except for the main characters is, sure. like, a super southern. I think it <laughs> takes place in the North, though. How is that possible, Logan? I don't know because they mentioned Calgary they're, they're, a few times. They're they're fucking because at, at some points it seems like a big city, and then sometimes it seems like a really small town. Well, Sheerneck. Yeah, I feel small. like they did say they did say something about Canada a couple of times, didn't they? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they did. Because it starts off in a big city, and then Sheerneck, where like most of the movie takes place. Because it's near Midian, it's small. Okay, so those are the cops that get him. That's not like the detective and stuff that yeah. invest. The Wait, Sheernuck, so are they Sheernuck Sheernuck is near Midian. Have all those guns? What? Right. Also, okay. also the rednecks have like AK forty sevens and shit. Like, why are the cops okay with that? Why does that seem weird to you, Dylan? Yeah. <laughs> because like you can't have an AK forty seven as a yes, person. Yes, you can. I literally. I mean, I never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case what you said is true. No, no you like, you can have an AK forty seven, Dylan. Well, you live okay, in Florida. It can't, shoot, it can't shoot like a bunch of fast bullets. They can only shoot one at a time, right? No. Oh. Where do you think you live? Wait, I don't. You can't have assault weapon. Yes, you can. No, you have to. It shoots one at a time. You, you can't. Why you can't do have you automatic think people are gun. always saying we you need more have, gun control? Yeah. They Why the don't fuck want that have to happen? But then. you can have that. Why don't I have that? I don't know. Go get one. Guys, yeah, we're cool. go to the gun shop right now. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go, go get them. Dum dum. Is that why you don't have a bunch of guns? Is you just thought they were really lame? I thought the cool guns were like really illegal. But if they're not, okay. They're not. Well, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Uh, shooting guns. Well, let me give me a few minutes, and I'll be up there. Too. I'm helping uh, somebody pick out a gun, and then I'm gonna kill him and take it. Take, and then you got two guns. <laughs> Do y'all know where there are any monsters that we can go murder? Oh, God. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot Uh, of graveyards in town. Let's walk around with our guns and see what happens. I I remembered something else, though. In the jail, (laughs) uh, there's a cop brings in, like, a doctor at some point to check on Boone. Yes. And he says, like, here, go check on him. And they go in the cell. The cell. They go into the cell. You've been spending too much time in Canada. <laughs> he goes into the cell and the doctor checks his pulse and is like, he doesn't have a pulse. He's dead. Like, you know, Boone, who he's talking to, who is clearly alive. And the doctor's like, no, nah, he's dead. And it's just like, that's the end of his checkup. And he just walks out. Yeah, the, Don't they both run out? No, no, the, no, cop, was the, cop, on the cop just walks out or the, uh, the doctor says, no, nah, he's dead and walks out. And then the cop, Pulls a gun and just points it at Boone and backs out. Backs out yep. slowly. And that's the end of that, that story. The next time you see that guy, he backs out of a room with his gun drawn. I like to think that's how that guy always leaves. <laughs> <laughs> when anything gets awkward, he just pulls his gun out and All right. backs out slowly. Gun beats rock. Uh, what do you guys, um, during one, I forget which exact scene, but it's one of the scenes where either the girlfriend or, or Boone is like walking around the crazy monster land. They do, they pretty much play This Is Halloween uh, <laughs> over and over again. Like you could sing it. And it's no, totally... I had that exact thought. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's very similar. 
Oh, and also, um, the face no face says something about like ripping out your head and shitting down your neck. Yeah. I've heard that before. Is that from this movie? I don't know. It no. might be. I've heard that a bunch of times. I've heard that though. like in video games. Like I think Duke, Duke Nukem says that. Oh, Duke Nukem rips a bunch of stuff off. So oh, okay. surprise, probably from this. But I mean, did did this coin that though? Is this the first sighting? I have no I, idea. I doubt it. Okay. That sounds like an old school kind of military thing to me. A cultural, a cultural yeah. touchdown. Yeah. So, so, so seriously though, the pastor who be- becomes like in the last twenty minutes of the movie becomes a very major character. Like he's literally introduced in the in the uh, in jail. That, I mean, that. I are you sure I didn't miss him? No, that was yeah. the first time you saw him. Which okay. I I think I read that you like. There's even less of him in the original version, in the theatrical version. All right. Is that like how like Stephen King, especially his early stuff, will put like he always likes to put like shitty Christians, like those are always the bad guys in his movies or books, rather books. What's your question? <laughs> I think I lost. That's my question. I think it's similar to how Stephen King, especially in his early stuff, like always puts like shitty Christians like in his books, like as the bad the bad guys. Well, I don't know, like because the the actual priest kind of seems like he's on their side up yeah. until the very end. But at the end, he's was like, "Was Cujo a shitty Christian?" Yeah, was, all dogs go to heaven. So, yeah, Cujo uh. was a Christian. <laughs> so was Christine. Um, I I don't get the priest. So the priest like seems to be on their side. Doesn't want to kill them. Wants to become one of them, doesn't he? Like he specifically asks yeah, to become one of them. It seems like, and he... then he gets mad when he does. Yeah, it doesn't make okay. sense. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not I'm not crazy. Uh, Ashbury, his <clears throat> name. Also, right. why did when when um when David Cronenberg is killing the old man in the reshoot? Why, why does he, like, he goes in, talks to him, no mask, comes back, mask on, and then kills him? I guess, is that, like, a serial killer thing? Yeah, I yeah. think he gets off on wearing that mask. Yeah, he does. Okay. Like, in the book, he does. He gets, like, in the book, it specifically says he gets a hard-on when he kills people. <laughs> it's pretty explicit about it. Well, that sounds true. like it if they use the term hard-on. Yeah. He's getting major shoved. They, they call it a murder hard. I think that's what he calls it. <laughs> that's that's like the most quaint thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? <laughs> explicit. Got a gentleman's bulge from killing. Well, Ma, I got a murder hard. Oh, Paul, what you gonna do about it? Reckon I'll lay some people low. <laughs> I want to hear that story. I'm kind of liking that now. That, that three-line setup was better than anything in this yep. <laughs> That should have been at the beginning instead of the monsters running around. It's about boner killers in the Old West. <laughs> oh, boner you guys killers. Love it? Uh, that sounds like when... something else. It does. It sounds like me. Did you like it when the girlfriend is being... Um, grabbed by someone, I don't remember who it is, but the boyfriend comes out of nowhere in like bicycle, like flying bicycle kicks. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was amazing. He, does, he like, just a comes fighter flying kick. with both feet. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie. Um, in a non-Street Fighter Mortal Kombat film. And so at the end, the cops, which they were all so drunk, like they didn't... <laughs> Actually, they did show some cops drinking because they showed some in the station passing around a flask. 
That's true. And the guys outside, everyone's drinking. You're right. Even the they, priest inside. They seem so drunk and they are loving it. There's like a guy who seems like a sheriff is like killing bitches and then like lighting his cigar, <laughs> like all cool. It's just blowing motherfuckers away and blowing up dynamite and shit. They're just you know, exploding th- a graveyard. Yeah, he's killing everyone. <laughs> and I think this was at the beginning of like the nineties was the beginning of like police militarization. So I'm guessing this is I'm guessing this is a statement on that. I, guess. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think you're thinking a little too hard there. <laughs> I, could be reaching. I, think, I think it was all the militia that had the heavy artillery. The cops just yeah. had their pistols and I think the cops oh. definitely had some big ass. No, guns. the cops had a G three rifle and a garrote that oh. I lick. Oh, I'll use that. oh that's yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Hey, here's another thing though. Apparently, none of them know how to use guns because there's so many <laughs> scenes of them running up and trying to hit people with their guns. They're just running around trying to club people with their guns. I think they were extras in commando. I think that's what it was. And, like, he runs up to Boone and is like, I'm going to hit you with my gun. And Boone's, like, just grabs it from him, the just gentlest grab, and then taps him in the back <laughs> and he falls down. Yeah, that was actually a stormtrooper. I think he forgot his armor that day. I guess that's just how drunk they were. <laughs> I'm being overly critical <laughs> in this movie. If they, they were pretty the, drunk. Who, who would be the main character? Just walking around. <laughs> He should have said, I'm going to get you with this gun, and then just fell down and, like, flung his gun (laughs) accidentally into Boone's hands. (laughs) Yeah, like the Hamar just had to Curled up on a grave and took a nap. (laughs) He has a jug that has three X's on it. (laughs) Hey, Logan, do you still like And then after he gets finished drinking out of it, he can do a... (laughs) Yep. You don't see that part. All you see is the, 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 the chud killing. You don't see the fun music part. <laughs> hey, can I tell you uh, something that I hated? One sure. of the things right, well, that I hated? Let me, let me. I was just going to like fat dude. And then is, is one guy's like, he's like, let's go fight them. And another guy's like, no, but they're armed. And he goes, so am I. Yeah, that made no like, sense. It goes down to yeah. his stomach holes, and he goes like, "Come to daddy." And they're like very, very slow. Yeah, like weird tentacle yeah, the arms. The fuck that they that slowly in every every shot of this movie. They slowly come out and wrap around his neck, and then he's like, "Huh?" And then he goes outside, and he's drawn them back in clearly, so he can do that exact same move again to some redneck. And the redneck's like. Hey, boy, I'm not going to hit you with this, but I might shoot you. Why don't you tell me why I shouldn't shoot you? And the guy goes, I've got two reasons, and I'm armed. Armed, see? And then he does the thing again where they slowly come up, and the redneck like, oh, I better keep watching. Be done with your presentation. And then the he waits too long and the guy kills him with his little tiny arms rips his eyes out for some reason in my brain I remember him killing him some other way no, <laughs> the you... arms are just a weird tactic They're yeah he kills him with his tiny yeah, he, arms he could have just done it with his hands he didn't do anything <laughs> yeah, that could have done it with his hands they just reached out and grabbed the guy's eyeball <laughs> The quality is getting awful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is that quality for everybody quality else, too? Yeah, the quality's like awful. Crunchy. All right. Uh, hey, let's take a moment to get off the call and back on, eh? Okay, yeah, I'll call everyone. Yeah. You didn't have what to. Happens? You didn't have to make yourself a jelly sandwich. You chose to do that. <laughs> oh, you guys don't understand. I had to. <laughs> the button mask is telling you to make a jelly sandwich. All right, Logan, are you recording? Yeah. You double checked? Yep. So, so the cops are exploding the graveyard. Yeah. And themselves. <laughs> and it was it was during the cops' assault on the graveyard on Midian that just in the mayhem, flesh dreads <laughs> encounters Boone at some point and just kind of says like Yeah, it was just like the prophecy and like points over to a wall. <laughs> Where there's a painting of Flesh Dreads biting Boone in the throat. <laughs> and he's like, I made you, just like the prophecy said. Well, he didn't tell that to Boone, he told that to Lori. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just love that. It's just <laughs> at the end of the movie, they reveal the prophecy. I would uh, like that to point- be the end of every movie. By pointing to a wall, <laughs> like a the nearby wall. The prophecy was true. Tom Hanks talking. was supposed to be with Meg Ryan at the top of that building. And Whoa. Point to the Whoa. Banksy Castaway part. spoilers. Thanks. <laughs> oh. He died Whoa. in Castaway. Would you live? Would you like if, you had, to, <laughs> if you had to go back to Helen Hunt? Would you like? Would that get you through the night? You know, like would that like get you off the island because you got Helen Hunt waiting for you? I don't know. Oh, I forgot she was in that. Yeah, Several years cool. ago, it would have. <laughs> Are you still yeah. petting that goddamn cat? It's so far away. <laughs> I just started. It's like it's doing the thing where like it lunges at your hands, like it really wants to be pet. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll try to stop. Probably, ah! you try to stop you won't at all. That's what you it mean. It got louder. I don't know what. <laughs> I'm not even petting the cat. Even though it looks so cute, my hands are like tucked in my knee folds. Still hear it, <laughs> dude. I don't know. No, it sounds it. like slow. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you people are on about. Later, let me mute my mic and see if see if you hear it. All right, now that Dylan's off the call, let's finish talking about the movie. <laughs> Five stars. All right. So, oh yeah, we didn't mention. There's a statue of their like god deity downstairs that gives is them their power. God. Yeah, is I their guess god. it's it's a statue, but it's also actually the the god. Yeah, Baphomet. Uh, yeah, they keep s- pronouncing Baklava? it ba- Baphomet. Uh. I thought that was weird. At, like I said at the end, like when Baphomet decides to destroy nah. Midian. I thought when they were like, why Baphomet? He was like, you keep saying my name wrong! <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I will give the movie some credit for picking that name and that like look for the character, because or the statue, I guess. Because <laughs> that is a real thing. Like, um, uh, like pagans who were prosecuted in Europe after the rights of Christianity, like, the, like they... Like, Bahomet, Bahomet was kind of invented as a catch-all term for, like, Satan-y, Satan-devil... So, I mean, that at least, like, matches up with their whole theme, so. 
they're just I guess they're sort of monsters, but they they kind of say that they're just like old races yeah. that have been around forever. That, the old tribes. Yeah, that are like kind of have been driven to almost extinction. Wait a minute. This is a sequel to Lord of the Rings. Thousands of years later, there's only like 100 elves left. They keep interbreeding, so they look like fucking monsters. That's well, what this is. I like Clive Barker originally wanted to make a trilogy of these. Of course he did. Which is why at the ending, it's just couldn't be more set up for a sequel. Yeah. That's why he built this interesting world that you get to see so many parts of and not just like two rope ladders and a cage. <laughs> yeah, this well, movie, he, man. Do you think he couldn't make these and he like uh decided to make all the Hellraisers instead? Well, I don't think he made any of the Hellraisers except for the first one. Yeah, he made the first one well, and that's it was bad it was before this. Wait, you don't like Hellraiser? Hell no. All right, we'll we'll get into this later. I've yeah. never seen it and never made me watch movie it. First. I swear to God, if you guys make me pick, if you guys pick Hellraiser, I swear to God, never make me watch that movie. Kevin, it's your pick. You pick Hellraiser. All right. So the <laughs> end of the movie no! is uh, no, because uh, I wouldn't watch it either. The statue Baphomet uh, <laughs> turns into like it's kind of moves around and talks to Boone and is like, "You have to move them to a new place, and you're the leader now." And you're no, you're not Boone anymore. Now you're Cabal. But that doesn't mean anything, is what he said to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, "What does that mean?" And he goes, "Nothing, <laughs> nothing." Now here's eleven million dollars. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, and there's, and I know we talked about this, but we have to keep talking about it. So red dreads like looks at the wall like they see the exact thing on the wall of what happened like down to the red dreads like yeah. it's all like it's all egyptian style wall painting where it's like oh red dreads is gonna it's, bite the guy and then he's gonna become uh, their saint. it's it's old spanish lady style wall paintings yep egyptian old spanish egyptian spanish it's a it's a mix and i guess that's why red dreads was like oh yeah i knew it was you so i had to eat you a little no, bit no he just wanted to eat him because he was meat no, I thought, but then he, I thought he said like, "Oh yeah, I saw these paintings, and I, I knew you were the one." <laughs> no, he didn't. Hungry. He didn't. No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, he said he, 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 he did. He said later like, say he says he was the one. He was the one in the prophecy. Like he was supposed to save us, but he destroyed us. So it's like, oh, that guy he, that I happened to eat. I've eaten a lot of guys. That one yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he was never. He never explicitly says that. That's why he did it. But he does recognize that that's him in the painting that he's why biting. The fuck, yeah, he is in the painting. Like the, it's, it's red dreads. <laughs> you'd really think you'd have a lookout for that sort of thing. <laughs> no, that's why he keeps eating people because he's like, "Are you the prophecy?" No, no, he eats them because he likes people eating people. That's his thing. He's like, "Hey, Logan, oh, how about this? Delicious. What if you went to a graveyard and at the bottom of like a shrine to some pagan god, there's a painting of you shooting someone? Like, would you go around shooting people until no. like?" <laughs> And that, it's like, I'm wait, wait, that look. That's if there's a shrine of a pagan god and there's a bowl of you eating cereal, are you never going to eat cereal again? I'm, no, I'm going to only eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep eating cereal. Uh, in like great. different boxes until I find the right one. That's great for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Guys, can we make like a short story? Can we just collectively write a better... Yes. Let's say like there's one prophecy they didn't see. And it's just like a guy eating cereal. <laughs> I actually kind of feel like if I just like uh, download this movie to my computer that I could make it better. Like I could just edit it into a better movie. 
could just get like iMovie or Adobe, whatever the fuck. And yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could. Make what would is you do? A, like, is this a challenge? Oh, no, because I don't actually want to have to do it. <laughs> it's our first podcast contest. Uh, Make it, it better would be movie. Fun, huh? Oh, that would be so awful though if people like actually like took the challenge and then we'd have had to watch like twenty Nightbreed cuts. <laughs> that actually sounds great. The extended edition. It would wipe this one from my memory. I think part of it, part of why I hate this movie is that the whole time I was by myself in a cold, dark room, and it's just like the, you know, it, it's just the saddest movie it to watch. Like I just you, felt right. What's you were up? Getting spooked. I was getting was spooked getting... and scared. No, I just, it was the saddest thing. Like, if anyone walked in, I would just feel so like, yep, I'm sorry. I have no explanation. <laughs> uh, what was that dread flapping sound I heard? <laughs> yeah, you it's watched. Not, it sounded like face dreads. This is still not nearly the bad movie as, like, what was that, what was that piece of shit you made us watch, Dylan? I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I'm going to go over I believe right you're now. talking about Endless Love. Yeah, what was that piece of shit? That movie was way better than this. No, I'm going to go on record right now and say that that movie was better than this. Yep. <laughs> it was not. Here's why. It was an hour and this, 20 minutes. This is oh, the new well, worst movie, hands down for me. All right. I didn't agree with either of you until Dylan made that point about it being an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> And also, like, the thing that's infuriating about this movie is that you guys are talking about, like, there's flashes of, like, wow, like, someone really tried at some point down the line. Like, there is there are some people really trying, and then there are a lot of people not trying. There are a lot of people grabbing yeah. that cash. It kind of made, made me feel bad. Like, do you ever get that where you just... I totally can, get that. Something, like, so bad, but you see that people, like, really yeah. cared about it, and we were really they, going for it. And I just You go, can see oh. in the brief in the brief spots how much work was put into yep. that world compared to the but other movie yeah you see it movie. for like two second clips right right i still you don't ever get to actually look at anything you get to see a ladder you get to see two ladders that they show over and over again <laughs> two rope bridges and you get to see a cage room that's it that was actually uh jail watched the beginning and then left and then she came back in uh, and uh, I was like, oh, hey, JL, it's not a horror movie. It turned into a fantasy movie. And it was right at that point where he was walking, like, he finally went down into the underground meridian and saw, like, the community of weirdos walking around. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the okay, end. Just watching him part. walking around looking at everybody. Saddest part is that, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the television show, has kind of better effects than this. And that and that came out, what, seven years later? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Like, when they go to the hell space or whatever, like, when they're underground, it kind of looks better than, than this does. Oh, no, like, uh, I'm not going to say Buffy never had better effects than this, but Buffy also had much worse effects but than this. That's true. This. It had a lot and of... And it also had better everything else. So oh, yeah. It's well, hard to compare. The story and stuff was. Do you better. think Clay Parker knew he was making garbage? Like, obviously, he had to know I, than anyone else. I like it. I think there's a lot of problems with the film, but I think it's just the fact that they tried to put it in two hours. Do you think the studio was like, "Hey, we've got David Cronenberg. Just let him make it. It's okay. Like, let let him get behind the camera." Like this movie, I bet I could have liked it if, <laughs> if a real director made it. It just, it just, it, 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 it just like reeks of incompetence. Like incompetent film production. It does. Like, there's, there's so many times when, like I said, I said, it keep, it kept seeming like I was missing some things. Yeah. And, and early on, I wasn't sure 
because I was like, okay, are they not explaining things well, or is this just teasing us? And you never, right. you're gonna figure it, it never, out later. That yeah. feeling never passes, though. Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just okay. don't explain like a lot of stuff. And I think Kevin and Dylan both just didn't pay attention to a lot of stuff either. <laughs> to be, f- I was paying no, full attention to it. Yeah, you didn't I mean, know I what his motivation thing. was. Like you just weren't paying attention. I still attention. don't. <laughs> I took two pages of notes on this fucking movie. <laughs> that was, I felt like that was a big scene. Like, yeah, because <laughs> it's just him with the old man, and also yeah, that I, old I man. Still don't get it. I mean, it doesn't that old make man. He's that fucking crazy. He's a serial killer. Like, <laughs> yeah, this that's, was that's his epiphany. Storytelling. Yes, yeah, this was the best villain. This was the moment. This was the moment. I gotta kill people. Yeah. This was the moment when he's been killing people and not totally understanding it. Like he's kind of tried to make sense of it, but it's just a compulsion. And now he's finally he sees that there's like a, a an ultimate plan. Like there's a reason that he's like this. He has like. A, a, a mission on this earth that he has then to Then why fulfill. does he deliver it in the exact same way he delivered every other line and like the monotone <laughs> monologue? Yeah, like, but he was nothing... wearing a, he's wearing a thought... creepy mask though, so. <laughs> you thought he was an awesome actor. I don't know why. Whoa, I said that he was as lousy as everyone else who was lousy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Dylan, was awesome. He's a therapist, so he's trained to not show too much emotion. Can you imagine Clive Barker giving direction to David Cronenberg? Like, do you think they captured footage of him rolling his eyes? <laughs> I kind I mean, this of... Like, this movie was made after, like, after Videodrome, right? After, like, all the good shit that Cronenberg did. Yeah, um, I... I I think it was, right? Yeah, I, at least, Wait, like... did you say after um, all the good shit? I did. Ba-vamp. Fuck you. Alright. No, it's like After the Fly, after Videodrome. I still feel like my favorite Cronenberg directed movie was Eastern. Don't say Existence. Eastern Promises. Okay, that's fine. That was a good movie. Yeah, we all like a little ego in our life. Really good movie. But um, I am realize who directed that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know a whole lot about their relationship, but I just in my head, I just imagine that they're just like total bros, and that's why he's yeah. in the movie. I assume like they're just friends because they're both horror guys. Like they're both into horror. But yeah. Clive Barker seems to be, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, a failure compared to his contemporaries. Like, it seems like what there's an you... alternate universe where Clive Barker is the Stephen King of the world. Clive Barker's he's a, a he's really a prefix, su- though. He's a really successful author. Okay. Yeah, he gets his name slapped on stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he's like a James... <laughs> <laughs> he's like the author where they put the, uh, the name super big and he has nothing to do. He's like uh, Tom Clancy. He's still writing books from Beyond the Grave. No. Well, like, I don't know about that. I'm just still slapping you're... his name on stuff. No, he he's just like people like his work. Believe Can you it or help not, me, help me find things that like anytime. I, I this is not fair, but anytime I see like Clive Barker's <laughs> name on a thing, I'm always like, oh, this is probably going to be shitty. Like, what is a time when it's not? I guess Hellraiser. I like Hellraiser. People, just listen to the Some book. Some people love okay. Hellraiser. I like, I like, wait, what? hold on, hold on. Let's finish the movie real quick right. <laughs> before we get into the Hellraiser discussion. Okay. I can feel Kevin champing at the bit there. Uh, <laughs> to get it hellraiser um so it ends they all the monsters <laughs> all right go there to, we go all the monsters go to a barn and <laughs> that's it they're just hanging out in a barn waiting for like whenever boone will tell or oh excuse me cabal yep. will tell them to go somewhere else and they're yeah. like is he and, gonna come i don't know i hope so and, and then they not, sh- if not not 
tonight than the next night or something. That's what she tells Babette. They hey. they show the priest get splattered with uh, Baphomet uh, f- fluid, and it kind of changes him and like burns off his hair or something. Yeah, like messes up his face, burns off his hair. It seems to make yeah. him evil. Like he and, seems really evil. Yeah. Then at the end, he's the new villain. He's gonna track him down. Why? And why? Like, because why? I'm gonna. He's like, I hate them, and I want to get them. That's basically it. Like, he just tells you he hates them now and wants to get them. No, he tells the sheriff. And the sheriff is like, okay, I'll be your friend now. And then he kills the sheriff. Oh, yeah. Just chokes the shit out of him. Which, uh, the cops choked a lot of people in this movie. They kept choking people and beating them. (laughs) Well, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. thank you. (laughs) Thank you for not. All right. It's not like it happens in real life. That's so unrealistic, right? Okie doke. Um... (laughs) I don't get it, though, because the priest seemed like he wanted to join them, and then when he does, does join them, it makes him crazy and ha- want to kill them. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, like, and I thought the whole point of the movie like is that, like... really curious. Yeah. Maybe the there the was movie... more that he was going to get into in the two following sequels. Sure, of course. But it seemed like... It seemed like... Well, the point of the movie is, like, oh, these monsters, they're the good people. You're the monster. But then we see the monsters, like, trying to kill people, and then we see this guy turn into a monster, and then he is evil. I don't know. That's what they should have done, though. Instead of re like trying to track down the old footage and putting together director's cut, they should have used the old footage to put together sequels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Also, I, I did check Wikipedia briefly for a character name. There is an alternate ending. I think this is yes. The ending. I wanted to talk about that. Okay, if you wanna, you wanna go ahead. So uh, this in this ending, uh, the girlfriend. Like okay, this is also great female character writing. She this kills herself. Yes, she kills herself so that she can become a monster. Right? So that he has to convert her. I guess that's how it works. Right, because he's like, "No, you go on, and I'll come back in a million years." He doesn't yeah, when say I, that. When I, I'll come back when I'm done being a messiah. Like I'll, when I find time for you, <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah, and she's like, "No, I'll be old then, so I'm gonna stab myself in the gut." Because you're the only thing in my life that matters. I'm just going to kill myself. Which, and then I, love uh, it too, I love it too after she does that and is like bleeding out on the ground. She's like, uh, hurry up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Which, was that a deliberate choice that she like stabbed herself in the womb? That that was yeah. what she was facing? Is that by the time he comes back, she would no longer be of childbearing years? God, I don't care. That was no. her. <laughs> you just put more thought into that than... Yeah, I mean, like, having someone kill themselves because the love of their life is dead, you know, that's not classic or just stupid, right? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> dumb when Shakespeare did it. That was dumb. <laughs> that actually was pretty dumb. But yeah, but, but they were kids, and that is totally some dumb shit kids <laughs> How old are they supposed to be in this movie? Like, are they in their 30s? Are they in their 20s? They're I in high school. I don't know. High school? I, I don't know how the old 20s, the characters so. are, but, but I, I know I, I know how old the lead actor was. Would you guys like to guess how old he was? Thirty-two. Craig Schiffer. Yeah, don't look it up. Guess. <laughs> Twenty-six. Thirty-one. Twenty-nine. Wow. I would have guessed late thirties. He he is like the poster boy for like Z movie star quality. I kind of, I kind of, this kind of role. 
He didn't always look like it, though. I wondered if it was just makeup. You know how, like, sometimes when people just fucking slather on the makeup, like, it makes people look older? Oh, also, real quick. He's just got a giant face and giant hair. And giant mullets. He's got a beautiful flowing mullet and a beautiful (laughs) leather jacket. Okay, so I think to to flip back to, like, when his girlfriend's getting attacked by the face-no-face and by David Cronenberg, he, like, touches a rock and then gets, like, steam comes out of his mouth. Like, yeah. He puts dry ice in his mouth, and he gets the rock powers? That was no. so weird. He he just, he just breathed out this, like, glowing mist, and his face transformed at the same time, and then he chased down David Cronenberg, or tried to, and then gave up, because he was tired. <laughs> no, because he heard his girlfriend screaming. Through uh, getting touched. And then when he came yeah. back, it looked like he inhaled back in some glowing mist. Like, was that his human soul or something? I think so. It's like, it. it's kind of like what, when Pelican, or Pelican. <laughs> when he like, so fights, when he gyrates his, his flesh dreads around. Yeah, and he turns into that, the beast, as he says. It's so, there's so much that is not explained that. Also, what happened to the girlfriend? She screamed, and then when he gets back, she's, like, knocked out. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that guy was doing to her, it was... It either knocked her back out, or... She might have just woke up and saw him, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he might have just been standing nearby with a towel, and, like, she would have had the same reaction. Okay, I've got a rule. If we're going to watch shitty horror films, can we at least, like, do it together? So it's less. Depressing. I was thinking that, that this would have been kinda... better. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we if we just saw this movie, hey, the same we just room, watched I a shitty horror loved. film not too long ago, like a really shitty horror film. If what you're talking it? about, there's nothing out there. It was a hundred times better than this movie. <laughs> no, that was a one shitty million horror. times. That was a better shitty film. Uh, I will say the production design was way <laughs> better in this movie. I'm talking about overall enjoyment. I. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed There's oh, Nothing God. Out There. To, to be fair, Logan is justified in his enjoying of it in that while I was watching this, I kept going, Logan is going to love this movie. <laughs> it, had no, it had little to no humor. The humor that I did find I didn't think was intentional. intentional? Yeah. yeah, it did. It had like horror comedy stuff, but it didn't have that like, you know, the comedy. It didn't have like the, the jokes that would be in like an 80s I feel like the, the biggest. I feel like the biggest intentional laughs were from the the face guy, the man with the face. Yeah. Like just his sort of antics. He was like the he was like the foil. He was like just kind of like a like a pansexual. He was like trying to get with everyone. Oh, boys will be boys. And he's just like he interrupts the sacred ceremony to turn Boone into a monster. Yep. Like do they do they make movies like this anymore, or have they? Even made movies like this before this movie. It's oh, pretty much labyrinth. In, in, what as, in what respect? What do you mean? Like like a horror fantasy. Like does this? What would an, a modern equivalent of this be? Like a sci-fi original movie? I feel like like you said earlier, Pan's Labyrinth is actually a good version of a horror. Yeah, fantasy. I mean Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Would that be like an equivalent? No, to this? Hansel and Gretel okay. Witch Hunters is very different. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, we should talk about that though because I just watched that finally. I like that film a lot. Yeah, Logan recommended it to me years ago. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. is on Netflix now. Yeah. All right, I think we're done with the part where we talk about the movie, <laughs> and it's time to go right. around and talk about what other movies you guys have seen. And so now, now is the point that we talk about Hellblazer. Wait, yep. I wanted to say though, uh, 
about the theatrical ending. Oh, I yeah, go over about, that. What happens? And then you interrupted me. Uh, yes. <laughs> then it says... It's what I do. That is true. That is what you do. <laughs> Anytime now. Oh, I want to interrupt again. It says... Okay, in the original version, apparently, uh, Ashbury brings Philip K. Decker back to life. That Wait, in what? the... In the ruins of Midian, Ashbury, the priest, stands over Decker's corpse and presses Baphomet's blood into his wounds, and then Decker springs back to life. Decker is Cronenberg, right? Yeah. Yes. Decker is well, the that, that explains that. Yep. And then the girl's like, I'm not like, coming back for a Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the girlfriend doesn't doesn't kill herself, right? The girlfriend just like goes away. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Logan, have you read the book? Like the ending? Uh, I haven't no. finished it yet. Okay. I'm looking at our podcast about that. Who, well, who's reading you, the book? You listening to books? Yeah. No, just this 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 book in particular. Did you read it? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would I do that? Kevin's no. been bitching about the movie for an hour. Logan, do you know how many books hours. are out there? Like. There are so many books. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm surprised you don't know Kyle Parker's famous because he worked at a bookstore. Yeah, they made us read. Oh, that was the most important point. quality. <laughs> it was knowing books. <laughs> All right. When someone comes in for a Clive Baca book, you better be ready to say, well, what kind of Clive Baca book? Throw them in the garbage section. I mean, the sci-fi horror <laughs> section. Send them I... to the bathroom or <laughs> out on the, the sidewalk. Off to the bathroom with you. Put them oh, on the sidewalk where we put the free books. <laughs> I remember one time I... Uh, or no, just give the directions to our other location, which is actually a library. Uh, I actually asked my boss one time, oh, hey, can we get, like, like shelves that are, like, our picks? And they just laughed at me. <laughs> they literally laughed at me. Wow. It's just I like that. laughed that. with the same enthusiasm that I did. And that they like pointed that. at you. Yep. And I, I love that. Away. I love that in the video stores and stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it could even be made up. It could be all the manager or like the corporate, yeah. <laughs> the fucking corporate memo comes out. All right, this week you will shelve this <laughs> saying, uh, Jack's pick, uh, Sonny's pick, Dylan's pick. Well, and these are the books you will push. I found out why they don't do that. They don't do that because like all those, anytime you're at a store and like, they is have it because they'll get sued if you recommend a bad yes, book? They got a child killed. No, it's like uh, all those <laughs> end caps and all those things like companies pay for that. That's like advertising. Yeah. space. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Well, they could put it in the <laughs> best. That's why you generally see that in like cool places. <laughs> yeah. Right. Five stars. I watched I rem- a movie. Matt, what are you saying? What are you going to say? Oh, I remembered something else I wanted to say about Nightbreed. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Editor's note. There was a quote that... uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, one last thing about Nightbreed. (laughs) There was a quote that Clive Barker said, you know, that he's always loved monsters, and he feels like there's a corner of all of us that envies their powers and would love to live forever or to fly or to change shape at will. So when I came to a movie about monsters, I wanted to create a world where we'd feel strangely at home in. And the three things that he named, none of the monsters do. None of them live forever, and none of them fly, and none of them change shape at will. Peliquin, 
They change shape. Peliquin and like Boone are gonna live forever. Barely. Wait, yeah, why that. is Peliquin gonna live forever? Like he has the same powers as Boone. He turned Boone into what he was. Wait, I He's thought Peliquin was flesh dread. Yeah. His right. bike no, turned... but, but uh Boone and the other guy, I thought those were the guys that went beyond death. That the I'm lady pretty sure Peliquin is beyond death as well, because I'm pretty sure like Peliquin conferred what he was to Boone. Wait, is he gonna get face dreads? I don't think. <laughs> I, hope I so. think. I think his oh, like yeah. form is like that that undead thing that he turns into. Yeah, that was like the most shape changing I saw. Is just his face looks gross. Wait like, a minute, it's uh, actually wait, wait, wait. not even gross. His face like gets like tribal tattoos on it. Yeah, Rachel, that, that cool. was kind of like, annoying. That Rachel, they did so much work on this stuff you barely see, and then his face is like somebody just drew on it with a sharpie. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Wait, wait. What if the girlfriend? I know the girlfriend's not going to do this, but what if she turns into that like weird, like porcupine fur monster? Is he going to be like, I don't know about this. Oh, I'm stuck with you forever. Shit. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. We didn't that talk has, about that. That has to be yeah. the most. No, I forgot to talk about when she here. like when she kills a cop. She like comes out like and bears her chest and is like seducing Sexy him. SL. And he's like, Oh wow, we. There's some titties is he turned on underneath or is he a just bunch of out? spines. He's turned well, he on. He just goes walks to her. over to her. Like, whoa. I and think maybe that's part him. of her monster power. Like, she, she has the glamour. That's the only thing him. that makes, yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Because that was a fucking creepy thing. Because there's, there's a lady, like, I think. Wait, uh, you guys the... didn't want to have sex with her? <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, there's nothing Look, sexier than, I'm... like. I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> I'm not going to go so far as to say I didn't want to have sex with the monster, but I will say the, the one lady, she, I think she like comes and breaks Boone out of jail. Like she comes in topless. Yeah. And like, that's, that's cool. Like she looks like a lady with some cool titties. All right, Matt, she changed the mist to get through the door. Right, 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 right. Oh, right. is that why? I thought yes. I Here's the thing, when I just saw her topless, I was like, okay, they finally show titties. I was wondering cuz this is a this is an 80s horror movie, so they got to pop those in there at some point. You just yeah. thought she was randomly topless? I did. <laughs> that was the credit I was ready to give this. Yeah, movie. I kind of you was thought she was seducing, <laughs> seducing him. No, the other really lady she was. Her. She no, was. the other lady she was. was. Like, the other lady she was. She totally was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about the porcupine lady again. But, yeah, then when she... <laughs> when she's, like, gonna seduce somebody, she just still looks like a fucking monster with monster titties. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he's the like, all like, right. Yes, that. please. Well, he's all. I've he's been all, drunk like, since three, <laughs> yeah. three yeah, in the afternoon. Okay. So, dude, he's drunk and he's got like bloodlust. He's like whatever. He's all id right now. Also, uh, when they go in, when the, the when their like invasion of Midian happens, it goes from broad daylight to night in one second. Like it's just suddenly completely night time. That happens more than once. Yeah. And then it's like, I think it was supposed to be the sun coming up at the end, but I wasn't sure. It was like something clearly painted behind them. There was like a glowing thing beneath Boone and girlfriend, I believe was her character's name. 
Do that I guess was supposed to be X, the song, like but... when Professor X gets a bunch of new mutants and they're kind of shitty or he doesn't have enough room for them, he's like, "Oh, well, we can't take you here, <laughs> but there's a place called Medea, and you will fit in." No, he That's keeps awesome. all of those guys at the uh, at the school. Oh, for cannon fodder. If you read the second and third tier X books, you'd know that. Like I used to when I could afford it. Oh. I don't know. I just feel like I th- you guys are right. Like there's definitely some creative stuff here because like we've all been riffing on like more interesting things that could have happened. So that's just <laughs> what makes it so sad is that this just is, is wasted potential. That's especially sad to me when something is so obviously like this is the origin story of this huge franchise. Like it's completely what it's going for. And but it does no world building. I mean, that has to be a budget thing, right? Like David Cronenberg probably cost six million and then they're like, fuck, we only have five million left. (laughs) Really? You think uh, David Cronenberg cost six million? No, I'm sure. I'm sure they had another person, but they were just like, "Uh, hey, it's this Clive. Hey, Dave, I got to call in a favor. I'm sure that's what it is. I feel like, again, I haven't checked it out. I feel like they were friends and Clive Barker called David Cronenberg and said, hey, buddy, I'm moving. I got pizza and beer. And then once he got over there, he's like, hey, could you just can I just tape you doing some stuff real quick? <laughs> yeah. OK, you wear your suit, wear your suit. That's fine. Let me give you this mask. I just I can't believe when I saw his name in the in like the opening actually credits. actually in my head, it was backwards. He said, wear your mask and I want you to put the suit on. <laughs> Wear that cool mask that you wear. The one that think, you always put on and make us look at. I think <laughs> it missed the window of like so bad it's good because it, it tried to have such an epic. Because it did try enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's boring. It's it feels like there's all this stuff that you don't know about it. And I don't know, just thinking that there might be some depth to this somewhere makes it just kind of distracting from all the funny crap that's happening. And it just wastes so much time not being in the crazy fantasy world. Like, it spends so much in the movie, like, in a hospital or, like, in a field, you know, or at a bar. And then when it finally gets there, it's like, I don't know, it feels almost like a spring break movie, the way they're all jumping around. (laughs) (laughs) That's Those are the leftovers from the Matrix sequels. Like, those are the people of Zion. They're still hanging out. Also, I don't think we, I don't think we even mentioned the way that they like kind of ultimately defeat the rednecks and cops is that they unleash the night breed that they've been keeping prisoner because they're too dangerous and like crazy. Yeah, they're they're just like straight up monsters. They just look like straight up monsters, and once they get released, they seem to be mindless killing machines. Yeah, (laughs) they release them. They're not in the barn. What happened to nope. them? Are they just wandering? Yeah, they're just wandering around slaughtering now. people. There's just there's just fifty chupacabras in the world now. <laughs> killing goats. I want and a sequel just to just find out what happened with them. Well, that's what I'm saying is that like okay, flesh dreads. He's only like he is a monster. Like the only thing that keeps him from eating that guy is that like oh the law says he can't. Like yeah. all these people are monsters with like horrible urges. Some of them are. I mean, like, it seems like most of them were. Yeah, what like, about the one guy moves, that but... just looked like a Hare Krishna who was holding a dog? Yeah. yeah that guy was just, just seemed nice. And then he got beat to death by cops and burned by the sun. <laughs> yeah. Those cops loved... Never mind. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, Logan, uh, recommend a horror film that's not this and it's not Hellraiser. Recommend one. Like, just recommend... Read. Wait, a Clive Barker film? No, or just, just recommend horror? a horror movie. What is... Film. What's your favorite? My favorite horror film? Yeah. I you bet know I know. One. Wait, I, I think bet I know, I know what it is. I think you Matt do probably does know what it is. Matt, you do it first. Dylan might know. Wait, let's say it at the same time. Okay. Ready? Three, Evil two. Dead. My Evil Dead 2! Evil Dead 2! <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is correct. Aha! Okay. Dylan said Evil Dead. Matt now recommend Dead something yeah. that we that we haven't heard of. Oh, shit. Ah, because there's, there's a movie. three. Because <laughs> there's a movie oh, I really want to check out that looks really cool. Is the Babadook, which I heard really oh, good things about. Oh, I have that. that at my house that I'm ready to watch. Yeah, oh, that movie's really good. I just saw it again. Moment. I gotta I watch that. It. Yeah, yeah, that's something I need to watch. It's something I want to watch. Uh, I'll watch it for next week and talk about it. All right, I'll try to watch. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> so Kevin's pick is Babadook. <laughs> Babadook. We could do. We could do a double feature. That's fine. It's out. Australian, right? Yes, I have a hard time like being put on the spot and like think of a horror film. I mean, yeah, I have I, a hard time being put on the spot to think just of the anything. first one that comes to your mind. High tension. See, honestly, if you said name a movie, I have no idea what yeah. I could think of. <laughs> I don't exactly. Know. Like, there's so many movies. Like now, I'm just trying to think of movies, and like I can't think of anything. Like, High Tension Mama from the Train. Yeah, High Tension is really good. Uh, it's a French horror film. Uh, now I'm thinking of Frontiers. Frontiers was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, okay, but what's a movie that like p- people who found this boring but like the aspect of like a crazy world? Oh. Mirror Mask. I mean, it's not horror, but Mirror Mask is Mirror Mask. Mirror Mask. Yeah, it's uh, written by Neil Gaiman. Okay, I'm on board. Uh, it's about a girl who kind of I think her her mother's in the hospital. I think and. Her father runs a circus, and she writes in her notebook a lot, and she kind of goes to this different world, and just trying to like track down this mirror mask, and it's like a fantastical world. All right, so Hellraiser was pretty good, as far as I remember it. Never seen it. It's a pretty good film. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. The have book is so good, though. Have you seen Hellblazer? Hellblazer? Have I seen Hellraiser? Hellblazer. I don't even what know is, the name what of it. What movie is? Are we talking about? I, I said Hellblazer for some reason. Because <laughs> Matt said it earlier. Because that sounds cool. Hellblazer? Wait, did I really? Yes, you did. Yeah, Hellblazer was actually supposed to be called Hellraiser, but they changed it because of the movie. Yeah, it's just a... Uh... Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You mean the book Hellblazer was supposed to be called? Like the comic book, Hellblazer. It was, was supposed to be called Hellraiser? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. All right. I know a lot sure. about John Constantine. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure right. that's the case. Cool. I have to double check on that, but yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah I, I really I liked Hellraiser. I remember the movie actually being pretty good, though. I, I liked it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember liking it. So are we saying instead I... of watching this, watch Hellraiser? Sure. Um... Honestly, I think Kevin might actually say that, yeah. even though he hated Hellraiser. No, I wouldn't. I would say watch this. This is at least unintentionally funny. There's no humor in Hellraiser. There's no. Well, I mean, anything. are you watching it for humor? Is it more coherent though? Um. Yes, marginally. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it it comes across more as like you know mysterious. Whereas this, I was like, wait, is this mysterious or just not well explained? <laughs> oh, it's not well explained. It's yeah. literally just a box that opens a 
door to a dimension of monsters that come and hurt you. That's no, and it's, it's like a, over and over. It's like a sadistic, like you just get tortured. Well, dimension. I was I was doing just, it as succinctly as possible, but yes, they're very evil monsters. That Kevin, you got to talk lot. like this when you're talking about it. <laughs> I, I feel I'm like my hands a lot. I feel like it's more of a specific realm than it is like of a specific feeling. You know what I mean? Rather than just a like, oh, it's a monster portal. Nope, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna file this movie I under see. could have been okay, but is garbage. It's it's got some unsettling Wait, cause, parts. Because because that, uh, that was the thing with the that was that was the thing with the with the puzzle boxes it unlocks like. It will take you to the limit of like pain and pleasure and yeah. torture and and gross. Oh, and that's hard. when they're making fun of in Cabin in the Woods. The guy who holds a little orb. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's that's oh, yeah. To. All yeah. the artifacts. Yeah. yeah. The little <laughs> doodads. Hellraiser <laughs> so, is a classic film. So you guys, we've uh, seen this uh, movie and it sucked, um, but we see other movies sometimes. Matt, what was another movie you saw? I mentioned it earlier. I don't remember what it was, though. What Keep was it? going. I don't remember. Uh, all right, I'm going to vamp. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of movies, you guys, I know somebody who loves watching movies. <laughs> and that? sometimes talking about it. Oh, yeah? What was a the movie they would see, maybe? That's not a good question to ask yet. Uh, Sonographer, uh, I- can you go back in the record and see what he said? Hey, you guys, I love watching movies. What? Come on. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what's going on. What set you guys up? Are you? Thank you, Dylan. No problem. (laughs) You were all supposed to yell that in unison. What movies are you watching now? No, it's how movies are you? How many movies? How many movies am I? Oh, I, I watched Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That you was, liked it, huh? That was a weird-ass movie. <laughs> yeah. It was it was dumb, but I mean, if you hear the title and you think you might want to watch it, watch it. Like, it's so, it's so much what you think it would be. It's like almost it's a parody of itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the quips I did not think it was good. I saw the previous four. I was like, okay, this is going to be stupid. I'm going to check it out. Like, I didn't know going into it that it was directed by Tommy. I think his name is Bricola or something. Chong. <laughs> Why so? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same guy who directed Dead Snow. So, watching. <laughs> Watching Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter, all of a sudden it's like it's super gory, it's action packed, it's like really tongue in cheek. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like it totally seems like, <laughs> like if you're watching another movie that has like a trailer for a parody movie, and it was like Hansel and Gretel, but they're hunting witches. Like if you like could Dom actually Pardo's doing the voiceover. Shut up, Rest in he's peace. dead. That's not... <laughs> if you could That's just awesome. actually watch like. The movie that you would see a parody trailer of in another movie—that's kind of what it's like. It looks like an asylum film. From what it just looks like a parody of a film, exactly. 
on a scale of Nightbreed and, to and like very, Variant Sound Studio, what would you rate it? <laughs> a, a very modern version of it too, though, like with all of the sort of conventions of the time. Like it's like it's a total blockbuster <laughs> version of an old story that you know and love. And it's totally steampunked. These punks yeah. are steaming. It's it's. <laughs> That's kind of funny too, because they, uh, I think at one point the kid asked, like, where do you get your weapons? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> Is that the thing with movies now to like, to like not explain the thing on purpose? Like, it's what easy and it's a cheap it? laugh. It's true. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't think of any examples. I can think of several. Edge of Tomorrow, um, Wait, what Looper. Thing, what thing not explaining on purpose? And it's, just tomorrow, it's like when he goes to the pub and then the, and all the old people are talking like, oh, I think it's the minerals. And he's like, who, who fucking cares? And then in Looper, when they're in the diner talking about like, how does time travel work? And, and Bruce Willis is like, listen, kid, don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll be here all day drawing yeah, diagrams. You don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, if you try to think about time travel, it's just super fucking confusing. <laughs> Well, eventually you're just going to start making primer. Like if you start thinking about it too much, it just turns yeah, into primer. Exactly. <laughs> Things. I mean, that's kind of always been a thing, though, of ignoring the details. You know, in certain movies, like yes, they but just now they're drawing attention to it and making it a joke. Right now they're doing the same thing, but because you make a joke out of it, then you're not guilty. Wait a minute. Is like that what hanging, some way. is that what hanging a lampshade is? Is that what that means? I don't know, man. Quit I, saying it if you don't know what it means. I think that is what that means. It's, <laughs> no, I think that's the trope where it's like you explain some a crazy thing and they're like, all right, and then we're supposed to laugh about it and forget about it. <laughs> that's what it is. Hanging a lampshade. If you know I what it you... is, why'd you say you didn't know what it was? Because <laughs> I, I, I've never actually had the chance to use that in the real world. <laughs> but you have used it. I've heard you use it like three times. I've said it before. Yes. Well, maybe you I was talking about time on this. I've got a lamp in my house. house. I think last week you said it. I'm gonna look this up. Hold on. <laughs> no one say anything. All right, lampshade hanging is the writer's trick of dealing with an element of the story that threatens the audience's willing suspension of disbelief, whether a very implausible plot development. Yeah. Okay. So that's what by calling attention to it and simply moving on. Uh, yes, yeah, so you nailed muted. it, Dylan. Thought, All right, God damn it, Dylan. I don't understand how you used this multiple times, and then I say a thing, and you go, hey, that's <laughs> what that is. Wait a minute. Here it is. It's, a, it's the writer's trick of dealing with any element of the story <laughs> with willing suspension of disbelief. Whether a very implausible plot development or a particularly blatant use of a trope by calling attention to it and simply moving on. It's, it, it's not just that you've been using it and not knowing what it meant the whole time, but it's you spontaneously <laughs> knew what it meant. No, I and said I that's knew, what it is. I think it was. It is a, I did, I something of a lampshade. Yeah. Yeah, I was hanging a lampshade on my own thing that I said. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I've been seeing that more in the past decade or so in comedy, where the the joke becomes making fun of the joke that other shows would make. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but then you still where, do it though. Well, they don't. They're oh. better than that. They're just their whole joke is making fun of the joke that the other. Okay, since we've taken it and this I'm, far, I'm, where I'm did saying it come that very from? derisively. Sometimes I feel like that is done well, and I enjoy it, and it's funny. Like, in Looper, I laughed and laughed when they did that. I like Looper a lot. I, I laughed and laughed, and then I felt stupid when, like, I, I felt stupid for 
previously caring about the time travel aspects. I'm like, oh, that's right. Why do I care? It doesn't make any sense. Where does the phrase come from? I mean, does anyone know that? Okay, because um, everyone... in brothels. Oh, what? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Start. Go ahead. <laughs> I was to tell everyone to not talk until I find it. In brothels, people would come in to like have sex with a whore, and then they'd be like, "Hello, I'm your whore." And the person would feel awkward, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna like have sex or whatever. <laughs> like you're just gonna give me money, and then we'll just do it because you're horny and I want some money." <laughs> and then the person just goes, "Ah, okay, you made me feel better because that seems stupid. So let's do that." <laughs> sure, I believe that. Let's get Snopes on that. Okay, TV Trips does not have an origin, as far as I can tell, but it quotes Shakespeare, so it's been around for a long time. Like I said, the past decade it was invented. The past five hundred decades. <laughs> what what what's the difference between a good lampshade hanging and a bad one? Because uh, like you were saying earlier, Matt, you're totally right. Sometimes it's hilarious, and sometimes it's fucking annoying. Because I feel like sometimes people who are actually doing a funny thing just sort of include that as part of their thing. And then sometimes people, there's like nothing to it except for that. Like there's no substance to the project except for just making fun of okay. things that people do. All right, people who know what that expression means, they don't use it right. And and it's also that, kind of people that kind of know what it means, but they have to look it up and then figure out that they do know what it means. <laughs> they, they're perfectly have it, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you guys, you guys have never like had a, a word or a phrase that you think you know what it is, you think you've heard it, but you, it's like not you've never like confirmed it. I Come. do that with most of the words. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever like used a phrase a few weeks in a row and then heard somebody say a thing and go, "Oh wait, that's what the phrase I keep using." That's that thing. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, Logan. When you put these podcasts up, this is the first one, and then the rest. Talking about last <laughs> Now I really want to go back because I don't remember what you were referring to before when you said they were hanging a lampshade. Maybe it was actual lampshades. <laughs> the scene where they hang all those lampshades. Hey, Wait, I, think no. we killed, I think we killed Logan. Logan, what movie have you seen? Our movies. I haven't watched any movies recently, but I have Don't been, say anime. I was listening to a book. Okay. Metro, was it called Cabal? No, it was Metro 2033. I haven't finished it yet. Oh. But Metro 2033 is a Russian novel. It actually sp- has a bunch of spin-off novels in the world, but it takes place after a nuclear apocalypse, and all the people fled underground into the metro stations. And there's just different communities in the metro. And it's about this guy, like, there's mutants that live above ground, and they attack different stations. And there's this young guy, he kind of gets blackmailed into trying to go across, like, to this station, like, miles and miles and miles away. I don't know how many miles or, but it's like kind of an epic journey. And then he's just trying to get over to that station to, to get a hold of a few people for this guy who was going to try to take care of the mutants. Was going to try to collapse the tunnel. He's like, if I don't come back, go here and talk to this guy. So he's just trying to get, get over there. Like he's been traveling with different people. He's like, there's neo Nazis who are taking over different like sections of the tunnel, like trying to, to set up their own Reich, their own, like their own countries. There's two different factions. It's pretty interesting. Uh, just it's a post-apocalyptic thing. It's a pretty cool book. Is the translation well done? Yeah, so far. I mean, it's I don't, I don't read Russian, so I can't really compare. It seems 
Aren't there uh, Metro 2033 video games? Yes, there's two Metro 2033 video games. Uh, the author turned, chose to have it be adapted to a video game instead of a movie because he thought it was a better experience. Is Metro CCS a telephone provider? I'll read those video games instead of the audiobook. <laughs> yep. But it's a really cool world. Like One of the things in the game that the people were saying was really cool is you use ammo, like bullets, for currency. It's like because... It makes sense. Yeah, and you, and you shoot and you shoot fingers instead of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> no. But your ammo is your current like ammo is currency as well as ammo, <laughs> because ammo is important <laughs> to people there. It's pretty cool. Like, just like, have you played the video games? I have not played the video games. I kind of want to now. They but... get good reviews. They have, both of them have good buzz. Yeah, last there's Metro 2033 and there's Metro Last Light. Uh, I'm just trying to get through the book right now. I thought I just think it's really cool, and I'm pro- I also already bought Metro 2034, which is the sequel. So after I tackle this, I mean it's like 12 hours, it's 18 hours long. I think the audiobook is. I actually took a break in the middle of it to, watch, to, to listen to Cabal, but that's pretty cool. And check it out. Uh, speaking of books and video games based on themselves. Um... We've been watching an anime this week, which is based on a video game or based on manga based on a video game. We've been watching uh, Danganronpa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so check that out. What is it? I'm not even going to try to explain it. Just Google it it. or fucking watch it. (laughs) You can find it. Check it out. Hey, Kevin, have you seen an actual fucking movie, not a cartoon or a book? <laughs> I have. Oh, what's that? Um, last night I watched both Gremlins movies. Oh, oh. Christmas classics. Yeah, they were They're really good. They hold up way better than I even imagined. I heard the second um, one's supposed to be real subversive. The second one's it's uh, got the whole meta edge to it. You yeah, know, it does. It's a movie and it's being silly. Where they really like it crack it open, and they yeah. they give you all the different varieties of gremlins because they're in like a, a, a they break into like experimental laboratories. Yeah, and drink a bunch of different things. <laughs> One gets really smart and starts talking like uh, Fraser Crane, and uh, <laughs> where he's pretending to be smart. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's what it sounds like. There's like a um, spider one, and one turns into a lady gremlin. <laughs> Uh, I want to buy all those action figures. Just tonight I watched Tammy with uh, Melissa McCarthy. How's that? And it's um, about what you'd expect from that type of movie. Lady Chris Farley doing Lady Chris Farley stuff? Yes. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you. Yep. I say that as someone who loves Melissa McCarthy and has loved her in things. I'm not trying to be like reductive, uh, you know, trying to be dismissive. Well, and like Susan Sarandon, Susan Sarandon is the like second build person. She's pretty good in it. She like plays her grandmother. Well, what would you say if I told you that she and her husband wrote it? Uh, Tammy, I would yep. believe. No, wait, Susan Sarandon or Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> Susan Sarandon, <laughs> Susan Sarandon <laughs> and Melissa McCarthy's husband wrote the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Clive Barker had a special thing, so I don't know what he did. <laughs> oh and, yeah, um, I. I remember... Uh, sorry, go ahead, Kevin. I was just going to say that I also finally watched the Fargo miniseries. The Pretty FX good. series. 
pretty good. Do you recommend it? Was, it? it was very good. I would recommend that to anyone. Oh, do you recommend Gremlins? I've never seen either Gremlins. I, of course. Okay. I mean... I would say do a double feature and take a nap during the first one. All right. Take a nap during the first one. Just just if you want my experience of it, because I was so young when the first one <laughs> came out. And then I saw the second one probably a hundred times. Well, it's kind so of funny. I vividly could... remember the second one, and I sort of remember the first one. It might be fun to watch the second one first and then go back and watch the first one, because there are some things like directly from the first movie that they make fun of in the second one. And it, well, I feel I like know, I feel like the fun. I feel like the first one was, I mean, it was silly, but I feel like it was kind of more of a straightforward horror movie, whereas the second one was kind of making fun of itself. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a straightforward horror movie. It's just like a... That's why I said more of a straightforward horror movie. I don't know. It's like a zombie movie if the zombies like to play pranks and shoot people with guns. Well, wasn't Gremlins, like, super influential? Like, didn't so many things rip it off in the 80s? Like, weren't there, like, well, there were things like Ghoulies and... Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're direct rip-offs, though. Okay. So, um, recommended Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and Fargo the miniseries. Also recommended. Yes, all three. Can you... Thumbs can up. I watch that somewhere streaming? Yeah, Fargo. Um, I think I bought it. Talking about I bought streaming. It on, uh, you just Amazon. download everything illegally anyway. Shut up! <laughs> I had a bunch of Amazon video credits, so... Oh, vid creds. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, vid, vid creds. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be very valuable one day. <laughs> they're they're uh, only going up. It's pretty cool. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and recommend another movie right now. Real quick. Real quick, I'm going to do the movie that I saw. And the movie that I saw that wasn't this movie was VHS Viral, the second sequel to VHS. The uh, hit horror film? I don't know. I watched a little bit of VHS Viral. It's... Here's the thing. It's awful, but... Like, I love anthology fiction because, oh, sure, it's awful, but there's only 10 minutes of each awful thing. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about how awful this is. Yeah, but, like, I watched the first, I watched the first, like, I just heard they were all awful. Like, I watched the first one, it was awful. I didn't even want to watch the others. The second one's good, but, like, I have no, you know, I have no taste when it comes to horror films. Oh, no, so. the, v- the VHS series, I like the first VHS film. Wait, I think you said it was all, oh, you mean the first video in the viral. Okay, yeah, the viral, yeah, yeah viral. Which even was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> I just saw the first this movie one. Was the, the magician one? Oh, that was that was like goosebumps bad. That was really bad. Yeah, it made me not want to watch the rest. But it's only like fifteen minutes long. And yeah, there's another story. It was hey, so not bad. all of the goosebumps were that bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that dummy, I love that dummy. This is the first time I've heard of it, VHS and I, I try to stay on top of stuff. Beatrice oh, yeah. Viral. Um, well, watch the yeah. first two, maybe. I saw the first one. Wait what? And I I thought it was mostly bad. Yeah, I, it was one of the I've got it on demand, and I've felt like calling the cable company and asking for my money back. <laughs> See, well, they should take a supercut of the first two and like just put the best bits out. It'd be good. I mean, I like VHS. Like I like the series. I, I like the first two films. VHS was kind of weak. Like there was it was hit or miss, but I thought it was like really kind of cool. I think it was, I would re- I would recommend it to people. VHS two I liked a lot. Which one had the the Indonesian part? Because that one was great. VHS two. Okay, that was a really good. That's one. That's the guy was... who uh, directed. He was one of the directors of the raid. Oh snap! Uh, right. Let me see. Look, look, what's up? Yeah, like I said, like yeah, there's parts that are awful in the first two. There's parts that are awful. There are parts that are great. Yeah. 
And most of them There's are. There's at least just, one like, in the first one that is just god awful. Yeah, Beatrice is, and it's Beatrice is really quality. divisive. Like yeah. you, you're never gonna find someone who like. It's always I love it or oh, I hate it. Like there's never like oh it's okay. Yeah, like the guy who directed the uh, Safe Haven film, he mm-hmm. directed the Raid and the Raid Two, and the Raid Two is probably one of the one of the best movies that come out this year. Raid Two is fucking amazing. I bought that on Blu-ray recently. Oh wait, are we gonna do our end of the year picks? Uh, oh man, are we doing uh, that because this won't come out until like the middle of the year. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. We can put the release dates. Yeah. Hey Kevin, we want him to pick, be. pick that movie or whatever. Are we gonna do the double feature? I mean, no, we're just, you're just picking a movie. Uh, hey Kevin, pick that movie or whatever. Uh, I'm going to pick a movie that I saw is now on Netflix that I wanted to see. And it is called The One I Love. Ooh. My guess is that Logan already hates it based on the title. It has uh, love in the title, boo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like hate. I like hatred. The League's Mark Duplass and, and Mad Men's Elizabeth Moss. Logan, would you... I actually wanted to watch the movie, too, and haven't, but... Uh, Logan, would you like... Uh, his pick more based on the title if it was called Evil Love 2? Probably. <laughs> it's not written by the Duplasses, is it? No. no. Oh, that's right? good. Written by Pretty Justin sure Lander. Okay. Actually, if it was made by the Duplass brothers, I would be not to diss them, but I would not want to watch it anymore. Me neither. Nope. I, I don't know. Yeah. He was just in Tammy, which surprised me. Yeah, I he's thought he the was love like an interest. Indie, he's like an indie guy, right? He was an indie guy, and then he's got some money. <laughs> Did he make the movie um, Aubrey Plaza and the Time Machine? Did he make that? Yes. Okay. Safety not guaranteed? Yeah. I yep. don't think he directed it or anything. But he wrote he it. He might have written it, yeah. And then he yeah. also made the movie where, uh, Pretty sure where that was um, a... Jeff Who Lives at Home? Did he make Jeff that? Jeff Who Lives at Home. Yeah, I did not like that one. Yeah. I thought it was all right. I didn't like it. Like I like the idea, like the grand thing of the movie more than I actually enjoyed watching it. Like yeah. I, I, I liked it more after it was over. But I thought Safety Not Guaranteed was very good. Okay, he didn't write or direct Safety Not Guaranteed. It is not. Oh. <laughs> it is not a Duplass Brothers movie. He was it just. Feels in it feels so much like it though. It really does. That's oh what I God. thought it was. It wasn't. It was written by Derek Connolly and directed by Colin Trevorrow. Okay, they just did their best Duplass Brother impression. Great. There was one that he made. I've been trying to think of it for like two or three days now. Him and his brother about them having some sort of competing sporting events. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, I think it was called... Uh, I'll think of it in a second, but I just read something because I was looking up who Derek Connolly was, and apparently the safety not guaranteed team of Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow are... Derek Connolly is doing the rewrite for Jurassic World, and Colin Trevorrow is directing it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) So that's what every big budget movie now is like. All right, we got to find an indie director now. That's the trick. Indie directors. I hope so. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, but Where guys. What else are you going to find? What happens when, like, one movie 
bombs, and then they're like, oh, no more indie directors. we got to get Brett Ratner back in here. That's the only thing that works. Then we'll Brett get Ratner. a lot more good indie films. Here's what I want to do. I want to make an indie movie that's kind of knocked out of the park, and then they pick me to do a big project, and I go, no thanks. <laughs> and then everybody will talk about that, and then I'll make oh. another indie movie that'll suck because I don't have any money. <laughs> you, you guys know who, who's writing and directing the, the uh, Star Wars 8, right? Did I say this? Yes. We talked about this last week, I think. Never mind, then. No, I don't. Not, who's writing it? Uh, we Johnson. mentioned one of his movies earlier. <laughs> And another one of his movies is called Brick, I think. Yeah, I liked Brick. I think that was the first movie of his that I saw. It was all right. It wasn't bad. And he did several key. I dug it. I mean, it was. Yeah, he did. He did what? What was it? Some Breaking Bad episodes. Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. It's with the Malcolm in the Middle Dad, right? Oh wow! Yeah, it was written by him that in a long time. Ryan he fought. Branson? He fought hard to get rid of that. To get rid of that uh, title. Even tried to do Godzilla to get rid of it. Yeah, there you go. And I don't like, think no. he was trying to get rid of it. Like he had that yeah, I think, the joke I think alternative thing. Yeah, his work on that. He, yeah, he was good in that. He, he should be. He was about job, the only yeah. thing in there worth watching. Nope, show was good. It was a good show. Shut up, Kevin. I thought, like, uh, I whatever like, problems I you have with right in the middle, you. I kind of feel like everybody on it was pretty good, except for maybe that one kid. <laughs> Who are you, we don't are have to talk to? about it. Let's just say he was in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't identify with him, though? Come on. Everyone's supposed to identify with Malcolm. Well, I guess maybe that's why I didn't care for him, is because he was the bank blank slate, because he was supposed to be the audience. He's a real tabula rusa. We were all supposed to... Yes, that's how you pronounce that. Uh, the, I guess we were supposed to ex- be experiencing being in the middle. So they didn't want to muck it up by having his character be... Good. Interesting. <laughs> hey, guys, can we not start a trend where, like, Logan picks a shitty horror film, so then to compensate, we pick, like, a really, like, not horror romantic film, and then he picks an even shittier horror film? Like to I'm because he's that. so sick of not seeing people getting killed. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's try to like balance this out a little bit better. I'll make future. sure the next movie I pick, somebody gets killed in it. Just one well, person. Apparently, if it means anything, this is this movie's supposed to be kind of weird. Yeah, like I spoilers. I didn't pick. Yeah. Have I picked shitty horror films before? Like, I just don't want to start a trend. All right, you picked Endless Love. <laughs> this is the so... starting of a trend. Actually, I think I think you might have started the trend. Dylan. That's what I'm saying. I started this. Kill I'm started. killing it. I don't want it to keep. I'm 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 letting it go. Letting it go. I picked I picked like uh, Nightbreed because it's a classic film that I wanted to see. You keep you you say the word classic, and I'm wondering exactly. It's a cult classic. There's it... a following. It is well, actually, this, this, is like, this is like a new release that is kind of readily available, uh, you know, like the recutting that people have wanted to see for a long time. I Again, I think I, it's a good pick. I don't think it's a good movie, but I think this was a good pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a difference. Is there a commentary floating around somewhere? With Clive Barker, Terry? Oh, there's got to be, oh, right? Yeah. I don't know. No one has a DVD? No one saw a DVD version of this? No, I, this is no. the first time I've seen the film, so I was like, I'll check it out. I don't, I don't think this is the thing when Logan picked it. I'm like, I don't remember if I watched that like when I was a kid or not. And I thought it was another movie entirely. Yeah, you thought it was uh, <laughs> near dark, which I haven't seen yet. 
It's a good movie. What is Near Dark? Uh, Near Dark is a vampire film that takes with Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton's in it. Oh, okay, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was also what's her name's first movie, Catherine Bigelow. Oh, maybe not her first movie, but one of her first movies. Okay. Cool. Alright, so I think this uh this will Is Gremlins up. 2 the one where like Hulk Hogan shows up and he starts talking about hot popcorn yes. and cold soda? Okay, yes. I've seen a music I've Leonard seen a music Martin video based killed. on that. Alright, Leonard yeah, Martin Leonard, gets killed. Leonard oh, that's the same thing? Himself. That's the one yeah. where Oh yes, that makes sense. Yeah, he's actually reviewing Gremlins when they kill him. Oh, I bet he yeah. gives a shitty review and it's like this is the joke. Yep, yep, and they put him in the second one. Also, right. uh Gremlins 2, uh I saw it in the theater. And they do a thing where like the real fucking skips and catches on fire in the middle, like it's supposed That's to look the part like with Hulk Hogan, yeah. It's supposed to look like it really happens on VHS. I saw it and they changed it so it looked like the tape. Like, I it love didn't that. look like a reel anymore. I love that so much. I, I must have slept through that part last night. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know what it looks like if you find it now, like streaming or on DVD. Like, what's a Blu-ray? Like maybe, what is the Blu-ray? Maybe the Gremlins that? come out of a computer or something. <laughs> yeah, it like it gets all like uh, scratchy and digitized. You see all the. This is fucking out. <laughs> There's yeah. the Wait, blue just, screen of the death hand comes up. A router. <laughs> yeah. It says. Uh, it says your internet connection is unstable. <laughs> hey, is the honeycomb monster is that a gremlin? Or are they unrelated? The honeycomb monster? Yeah, isn't the logo of the honeycombs? Isn't he like a monster? I can't think of what he looks like, but I don't ever recall thinking, "Holy shit, that's a gremlin!" He's All like right. a, a ball of fur. It's the honeycomb, the honeycomb monster. monster. <laughs> you talking about this breakfast cereal? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What other honeycombs do you know? Want to be my baby? I think you might go to a different like market. Like your store is in a different <laughs> circuit than mine. Yeah, this you know the Midian, the store where all the characters <laughs> are monsters. Do you walk through a graveyard to get to your grocery store? <laughs> is it underground? You just have to. You know, it's uh, you guys know where it is. You like go down North Monroe. Um, you do three hail hail marys in the car, and then you drive in a circle until a uh, gate appears. Woo! Like North Monroe local reference. Woo! <laughs> hey, Wait, here's, some, here's some trivia. Were you pandering to us when you did that? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, that was a solid comment, Dylan. <laughs> They're gonna hear that on all the way on Tennessee Street. Woo! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Winter Park, or wherever the fuck Logan lives, I don't know. <laughs> Winter Haven. Uh, Logan gets excited because that's close to where he lives. <laughs> nah, it's nowhere near where I live. It's closer than Tallahassee. Yeah, I mean, Tallahassee's like eight hours away. Logan, so. if we're speaking globally, that's pretty close to you. Yeah. <laughs> speaking globally, if you roll out of bed, you're in Winter Park. <laughs> The hop, skip, and the jump. You know, Winter if, Park and Winter Haven are like two different places, right? If you roll out of bed and keep rolling for a while, you're in Winter Park. If you just keep on rolling, you're going to be somewhere else. Logan, you're you're in places, White Haven. I assume you live in the Truman Show Town. Like, that's that's what I think of when I think of Winter Park. <laughs> uh, actually, like, the Truman Show Town, I think, is, like, not too far. I know, and I've been uh, to it. It's on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, that was filmed in... 
It's what an hour. Fuck? It's like an that hour town? southwest of us of Tallahassee. Yeah, we uh, almost were gonna go there and see if we could get parts in it. Which is funny because uh, apparently my wife, when she was a little kid, was just like hanging out on set and was like hanging out with what's his dude, the dude who directed it, Ed Harris. Oh. <laughs> He directed the Truman Show, not yeah. the movie The Truman Show. <laughs> I was like, Ed Harris directed the Truman Show? I didn't know this. Ed Harris in the awesome. Moon. He's in one of my favorite films. I thought it was funny because I was like always imagining like a, a alternate reality where we met there instead of here and then uh we were both famous. I imagine alternate realities where I'm famous. <laughs> You're usually famous in them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I, I have a little bit more money. Like I have, <laughs> I have just enough money where I can like go out to eat at a restaurant every once in a while. Just enough. Peter I, Weir. In, in my dude. dreams, I'm usually I'm usually infamous, but uh, Peter Weir is that his name? Yep. What else has he like done? Peter Weir. Oh, Dead he's done Boat a bunch Society, of stuff. Witness. Yeah. All right, those are good. Yeah. What has yeah. he done for me lately? <laughs> those might be the only two I can think of. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, the only two you can think of are The Witness and uh, Dead Poets Society. Like, oh, there's the only two you got? Come on. Have you ever heard of Gallipoli? Yeah, I think I had to watch that in European With Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. That poor guy. That's all I can think of right now. Do you guys ever watch interviews with Mel Gibson, like, pre-2004? And, like, no. in retrospect, he seems insane. Before you finished the question, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever watch interviews with Mel Git? Nope. Yep. Oh, he did Master and Commander. I hated that movie. I love oh, that I movie. Oh, I never saw so that. Ugh. I love it. Because it's like a Star Trek movie, but it's old timey. That movie has uh, a subtitle, so that's cool. Far Side of the World? Yeah. <laughs> I was great. I left Paul Bettany. No, okay. Next week we're watching Master Commander Special <laughs> Edition. I'm gonna. Oh, gonna... Dylan's Dylan's overriding Kevin. Okay, I just, sorry, Kevin. This I just is, know it's super long. This is little known bylaw. You can override anybody else's pick and pick your own to replace it, but then you have to commit ritual suicide the following week after yep. we have the discussion. But does it count if it's murder? Does that have to be you? Now I'm thinking about Rompa and all of the. Danganronpa, <laughs> since it's based on a video game, it's like this weird, like sadistic. A bunch of kids get trapped in the school where you like. Oh, it's like it's, battle royale. You no. Well, the thing is, you anybody who commits murder and gets away with it, if you just kill anybody and get away with it, then you you win and you get to leave. And after each thing. They have a trial where everybody <laughs> votes on who they think, like they discuss who they think killed anytime anybody ends up dead, where they discuss who they think killed whoever. And, uh, <laughs> it's like trial by reality show. If it's so, it's so weird. It's if you, if they all pick the right person, then the person that, uh, actually committed the murder, then that person gets killed in front of all of them in some bizarre way. And if everybody votes wrong, then the murderer gets to leave and go free, and everybody else gets murdered. So it's a real prisoner's dilemma. 
And the only person, like, they don't know who's behind it or whatever, but the person that's kind of, or thing that seems to be running it is a weird, cute-slash-scary bear named Monokuma. And it's, hey, it's I'm going to just... be honest with you. I stopped listening when you said anime based on a video game. That's when my ears, like... <laughs> it's like, like, like could... because it's based on a... On a and not like a... <laughs> like, it's based on, I think, a DS video game or something. So it's, like, very puzzle-based. It's kind of... It, I like it, It's based it, on it's Mario Kart. Cool. It's amazing. It takes a lot no, of liberties that's what I'm with saying. It's puzzle-based because it's DS. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's based on Mario Party, and everybody has to like pick up a phone when it rings, and you win. <laughs> I did like that game. I liked that a lot. I did too. That was cool. <laughs> hey, and everybody loses Logan until stops. after they've played it for a while. That's true. Do you uh, do you want to guess when Logan stopped caring? Is Logan still here? Yeah. Still yeah, here. Logan. You just stopped caring because we're talking about nonsense. Is it when we started talking about the Truman Show? Is that when we lost you? All right. Chalk this up to the whatever section of the podcast. <laughs> um, we talked about it last week. I don't know if it got recorded, but um, the Star Wars trailer. Oh, Did anybody yeah. want to talk about that? No. No, no we Here's discussed it is... last week. We discussed if we wanted to talk about it, and we all said no. <laughs> oh, because, we... like, this isn't going to come out before the movie even comes out. And then it'll look hilariously <laughs> outdated. I just like, wanted you, to say that I imagine... finally saw it tonight on a screen bigger than my phone, and I actually really liked it. Yeah, that's okay. great. That's... Well, that's that's what I was saying. I just I got excited. Like I couldn't help get excited just from just from seeing Star Wars on the screen. Yeah. How sad so, is that too? Just as total, just pulling How back like that? childhood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Three times, three times already. You've been completely like, completely just let down. How sad is it that we still have that thing in our brains? That's like, oh my god, it says Star Wars. Also, yeah. I really like the part in the trailer where that guy's like ringing that bell, and you start salivating. <laughs> that was a good part. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I had to grab a napkin real fast. What the? He's fuck just was that? ringing it and looking at you like you're a jerk. <laughs> you just start <laughs> salivating. It's pretty what if, cool. I mean, what, even if the trailer was just like it starts and it's just J.J. Abrams like throwing money in the air like he's in fucking like <laughs> and then it's a Star Wars at the end and I'm still excited. I might have been more excited on <laughs> that was it. Uh, if he's swimming in a money pool and then at the end Star Wars. And then the very last second he yells new lightsabers! Has anyone seen um, John Oliver's show? Yeah. yeah I watch it every week. Right? They did a they did a part where they were talking about a trout cannon, and they were he was like shooting trout, or wait, not trout. I keep saying trout, salmon. <laughs> and yeah, he's like shooting salmon from his set onto other people's sets, and he's like hitting them in the face with these fish. And it cuts to oh, one yeah. of <laughs> of J.J. Abrams like doing lines with R two D two. Yeah, I, I lost my shit. Look that up online if you can. Yeah. It's great. And he's like, I can't work like this. You know, I think his his uh, direction to R2 is like, right here you said bleep, bleep and you should have yep. said blop. Uh, so. And Kenny Baker was in that suit, too. <laughs> Didn't he die in that suit? <laughs> yeah. That's a sense of truth. So that's that what you're thinking. 
<laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we're we're done with this for the night. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's yeah, talk first about some other trailers. First, let me see how we are on time. Oh, three hours. Yeah, we're yeah. good. No. Logan, did you check to see if you were recording before we talked for another hour and a half? Oh no, I definitely I got all of this. Okay, damn One it. hour and twenty six minutes. Great. But yeah, good night, everybody. Good night, night. for me, North Monroe. Woo! Happy birthday. Highway twenty. No, no. Thank you for coming again with the listening and the movies time crew. And thanks for listening to this extra long episode. I almost said extra special, but I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. Uh, you can listen to us on Stitcher. It's a super easy app to listen to on the go. Stitcher, for all your stitching needs and stitchings. Um, you rate and review us on iTunes. You can email the show at HLTATMOW at Gmail. You can find us on Twitter at HLTATMOW on Twitter. Bye. Oh, this cat's streaming. Cute. Petting that cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Aw, so stretchy. Logan, did you ever see Beemo?